This program may be found offensive by pencil-pushing, bean-counting, research-loving program directors and radio consultant hooves. Welcome to the Rick and Bubba Experience. It is six minutes past the hour from the broadcast plaza. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler, all in the mix today. Hopefully you enjoyed the return of the Daily Documentaries. You're going to have some of those as we finish up celebrating our 25th year of the Rick and Bubba Show. Big year ender will be December 20th. So enjoy those. You'll, you'll get a number of those here as we go toward the end of the year. Uh, also, hopefully you got to listen to or, and watch, uh, whichever one you want to do, uh, Rick and Bubba University, the podcast over the weekend, as we profile Calvin Speedy Wilbert. And uh, Bubba, welcome back. Coming up this hour, we've got... Um, Brian Kilmeade, he's got a new book. We'll recap um, the rest of uh, the weekend as uh, as Dad was inducted, and not inducted, but honored for being inducted into the Alabama Sports Hall of Fame, getting all the family down to Jordan here and back. We'll get to, to my end of that after Brian Kilmeade, but Bubba, I know that you had quite the day yourself. Rick, I, I don't know if I'm packing it all in here. There were so many things going on. I'll save Toys for Tots promo for later. Yeah, yeah, we can bump uh, that one. And uh, so we'll we'll just kind of pick it up. We went down. Uh, <clears throat> we saw the basketball game Friday night in Auburn. Uh, uh, beautiful venue, exciting game uh, to to get out and see some basketball. I mean, it wasn't a close game, but it was uh, it was uh, nice. Uh, you know, adventure. the The team was red hot and came out shooting, and uh, you know that's always fun and a great environment to see a basketball game. Um, when we returned on Saturday, we had to drive in from uh, from about an hour outside of town. And you know, Betty and I have been married for thirty years. I'm madly in love with her. She is such a wonderful woman. She does so many things wonderful. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the part where our marriage always becomes the most stressful uh, is when we have to drive somewhere, and I'm driving and she's navigating. Oh, buddy. <laughs> and because we don't go to ball games in Auburn all the time, we don't have a standard setup. So, you know, no, we're no. always going different places, different times, parking different places. And, you know, coming in um, to that game, and we, we, we went, you know, later than I wanted to go because Ben yeah. doesn't like to get up so early. Right. And, of course, I would have been there before the sun come up. Oh, yeah. You know, if no. I'd have done it my way. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. No, no. <laughs> but I have to, you know, I have to compromise on that. So by the time we got there, the traffic had already got oh, horrendous. Oh, boy. Baby. That's fun. And, and I'm trying to go a totally different way than we've ever done and loop back in, which I think is going to be better than just going right through the melee of it all. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to kind of sneak in the back way. But all the side roads in any little town when you have a crowd like this, people are parking oh, on both yeah. sides of the road. Yeah. So it means when you're in the – you're going and your wind – like your, your rearview mirror is almost hitting oh, other yeah, people yeah, as you yeah, go by. I got in a little Oh, so you're trying to do all that. Well, you know, the normal setup, and, and you know, as guys, we do this when we go places or we go hunting or whatever, you have the driver and you have the navigator. Right. You know, and the navigator's helping the driver so he can watch oh, and do Lord. that. <laughs> so, you know, I'm kind of used to having that, and, um, you know, I'm, I'm trying to, to get Betty to navigate while I'm trying not to, you know, scratch up. Yeah. The gladiator, you know, yeah. <laughs> uh, being a Hendrick driver. Gladiator. And um, so, but, you know, Betty, and for all of her 
great attributes that she has. Navigating is not probably her strong suit. Yeah, probably not. Yeah. And yeah. as I'm trying to work through all these, and there's, it's not Ricky. It's it's just you know, oh, turn yeah. left, oh, turn right. Yeah, you know, all oh, this to well, get through. Trust me, I know. And I'm asking Betty to help me, and you know, we've got phones out, and we're trying to navigate, and you know, I hear Betty ask. Which way on this map is south? Mm. Oh my gosh. Oh no. <laughs> That's not good. <laughs> and I probably said something I shouldn't have said. <laughs> Uh, I don't remember the exact quotes. <laughs> so, so then I, you know, probably grabbed my phone back a little quicker than I should have, and oh. said, "I'll just do it." And you know, it's kind of, you know, you're tr- oh, you know, yeah, it sure. gets yeah. a little gets a little hairy there, and um, and then Betty's wanting to talk about something that has to do with next spring, of course, yeah. and and I can't. You're I can't, trying to focus. <laughs> I can't hear Siri's left right commands over the conversation, and right. it's just you know it just it just breeds a negative it environment. It it's does. a toxic environment. It, it, it gets toxic. You know, it's and, and I want it to be fun for everybody, including yeah. me. Right. <laughs> and uh, but it's just it just gets difficult and. You know, by the time we actually got to where we were parking, we wasn't speaking to each other, and you know that's, no, that's not a good. A that's sure. not a good way no, to start no. the game. That's not how you. But want Rick, in I mean, there. you know, you could you, you could just you know I'm driving and it, you you'll get a comment about you know flowers or something. Yeah. <laughs> hey, really? That's I'll where look. we're you know. Uh, sh- Sherry. Siri's trying to talk to him. what? What? Siri, say it again. They don't have a say it again command. Say it again. Say it again. Um, so you know, yeah. our, our day it was just it was just a lot of pressure to get everything oh, going. I know. And, I know. Sherry will say well, to yeah. everybody, "Do not, do not poke the the bear until our car is parked and we are all outstanding." Well, I spent a lot and, of time until, until he gets there. He's he's very yeah. he's very easily uh, provoked. You know, I spent a lot of time Sunday apologizing and yes, uh, well, seeking sure. forgiveness. Well, yeah, then the Lord not only shows from up. from the Lord, but from my wife right, and. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> You know, it's uh, so we we get there and and we're walking in and and we're we're meeting someone who's been very gracious to to get us some tickets to the game. wasn't exactly easy to have tickets to this game, as oh, you as you know. Ask and, me about that. Try to get seventeen of them. And we we were trying to get where we needed to get for the pickup at like twelve thirty, which is when they open the doors. You can go in. It's two hours before kickoff. Oh, I saw that little text. And uh, and I, I want to apologize to the um, to the people tailgating, and I don't remember the exact name of your group, but it was something deplorables, right? Who, who <laughs> wanted to come out? And I and you know I love to stop and talk and take pictures, but I was late getting to the drop off point, and I didn't want to miss that. So I was written. I said, "Hey, just talk to me as I'm walking. I got to go. You know, we're moving that way." So shout out to the deplorables tailgaters mm. and. Um, so we're we're moving that way, and then I get a text that hey, uh, not going to make that time. We're going to be a little bit later, and so uh, you've upset the deplorables for no reason. Well, I I I just had to keep moving right. and, because I was going to be on time for the, well, well, the what dedicated I'm saying is, drop off time. Did you rush yeah. to be on time? But, but yeah, but, oh yeah, but, but it yeah. wasn't needed to be. Yeah, and just plowed right over the deplorables getting there, right. you know, and uh, and then so and then the ticket drop off was a little later. Well, the the ticket there was some you know there was some complications to that, so uh, that was not there, and we had to. We got a text about the time we got there. Hey, that's going to be forty five minutes later. Uh-oh. And, uh oh. Oh, well, that's not, not fifteen. Why, that's the reason why you had time to come over and meet the Burgesses at Bo Jackson. Twelve thirty. There you go. Well, that uh, you know, that, no, that's that's <laughs> the second time we were going to be there. And, oh, okay. uh, so, oh no. 
we uh, we we went on. We went and, and visited some friends that were tailgating, and uh, they Did you go mentioned back and see the deplorables. They mentioned it. No, that was way back. That was way back. <laughs> There's a show. And uh, we uh, we were told that they actually had an open house for the new basketball locker room. So we wanted to go down and see that, and uh, we went down there, and it is a very incredible facility. I mean, it's it's it is amazing where locker rooms have come. To, yeah. You know, from the old days when we played. Um, so it, it's uh, we're getting a tour of that, and the team was practicing, and they came in. I've got some pictures on uh, Instagram of all that, but uh, got to got to see Bruce for a minute, uh, Coach Bruce Pearl, and I saw Will Ainsworth, our Lieutenant Governor. He was there too, and the great, and it was open for, to the public for the tour. And uh, anyway, so we're we're having a good time, and we work our way back around. And we're we're coming back around. That's when we see you guys. That's the, the well, what I call the second drop off time. Yeah, all yeah. Burgesses yeah. were meeting and, uh, at Bo Jackson at twelve thirty. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think and we I, were all there. Today. You were. Everybody was there <laughs> on time. And it, it was funny when we're walking up and we see all y'all in the distance. So they're gathered around. <laughs> it's pretty funny. So we get there, and just about the time <clears> I get <throat> there for the second uh, drop off time, I get the text: "Hey, we're about to leave Montgomery." And I thought, well, <laughs> what? <laughs> oh my goodness, Not, oh, Bubba, uh, you going into stadium yeah. that late? Good. Oh my, oh, well, you and, poor then, thing. and then, and oh, you know, and, and you know, and this is a this is a, a default on my part, but it's from programming over the years. Oh yeah, we live by the clock. Yes, here, oh. to the second, oh, and yes. have done it most of my adult life. Oh yeah, it's just ingrained. The time yeah. thing is just highly Absolutely. important to us. Yeah, for sure. And, and you you roll that in with being. You know, raised by a World War II veteran who thought 15 minutes early was on time. Oh, and yeah. It's, and it's, oh, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm bad. I mean, I've got a problem. I have to be on time. <laughs> I do I like to be on time. I have to be on time or it, it, it my insides start to bubble. We you start know, talking about Greg told me I just about, have to. Greg told me about him seeing a, a comedian that was talking about this. We were talking about that Saturday, and he's mm-hmm. all over it. Oh, yeah. He, how on-time people hate late people. What yeah. was he said? Yeah, because well, I forget how it went. He, he said something. He said because you know he said uh, on uh, be, being early is is like has all this time in the world. Yeah, and being late you got un, unmeasurable. You can be late forever. And he said, yeah, but he said, on time is about this big. He said, he said on time is just a very. He, oh, he, goes, uh, he goes, that's why on time people hate late people. Yeah, because on time is just a very small yeah, window. Yeah, yeah, he goes, but early if you're early, there's no pressure on this no. at all. So, uh, so we, I, I know. Well, like push balls on that story. I'll get back. With yeah. You. Well, oh, that's hard. Like the pregame, huh? By the way, so I, after I saw listen. you, they were still in Montgomery. Is that what you tell me? About the time I told y'all goodbye, they left Montgomery. <laughs> good night. <laughs> well, here's the good news. Uh, I got to do a lot of people watching. Yes, yeah, you, you did. did. Oh, and, uh, that's cool. I saw a lot of strange things. <laughs> the deplorable, strange the deplorables were like, "Why did he hurry just to stand around out Sorry, here?" Sorry, yeah. deplorables. Sorry. <laughs> Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Twenty-two minutes past the hour, Rick and Bubba's show. We're back. We'll finish up uh, recapping weekend stories. Brian Kilmead, Fox and Friends, is joining us. He's rolled out yet another book, and uh, this one, Sam Houston and the Alamo Avengers: The Texas Victory That Changed American History. Brian, thank you for teaching American history since the government schools no longer will. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, especially uh, Texas history, I was a little intimidated because, you know, it's all about Texas, but I didn't realize that's an American story. And I just said, well, let me jump into that. Uh, Sam Houston worked under Andrew Jackson. Jackson mentored him. I thought that might be a great way to launch into, you know, how the Texas Revolution changed this country. 
So um, it's been fun. It's been it's been fun going to Texas, talking to them. Just got back last night. I'm in Washington now, and I appreciate you guys having me on. Well, you know, the, always a, pre- a pleasure, Brian. We're glad to have you. Well, we can no longer assume that the next generation is going to know American history. I mean, for us, when we were growing up, there would be no need for anyone to go out and write these books because I know. we would be studying it in school and we would be learning it actually as it happened, not with some political agenda tied to it. But, but one of the things that was the biggest takeaway was something like this, and, and, and you talk about this toward the conclusion of the book, and I don't want to give away the ending. Uh, but um, but uh, what do you think would have happened if Texas had decided – to stay sovereign. We're, we're going to be our own deal. What, what do you think the world would look like today? Uh, it would have been tough for them because you had pressures on all sides. The British wanted back in there. Mexico said, you know what? Santa had no reason and had no power to sign it back over. Um, they were under constant pressure. I just don't see it. You know why? Because these were Americans that populated Texas, right. and they loved this country. And they were willing to live by Spanish rules to turn into Mexican rules if they held up to freedom and liberty. But it wasn't happening anywhere else. The only people that could license freedom and liberty for those 13 colonies that became 29 and 37 and eventually 50. And it wasn't happening anywhere else. What people don't understand, until I really started jumping into this, we, were, we're like, we provided hope. They said, wait a second, where you're born is not where you stay. If you don't have any money, you have an opportunity to get money. That's why we were the big magnet around the world. And these, these people who decided to go to Texas, they said, not only is it challenging to come to America without a social safety net, I like to try to make it even harder on myself. I like to go to a land totally unsettled with an axe, a rake, and a gun, and I'm going to make a living for me and my family. Some were on the run from the law, sure. Some were trying to remake themselves after bankruptcy. I can't believe how many rich people lost everything back then. Oh, yeah. And other people just wanted a fresh start. But there was not happening anywhere else. So when you look in the chapters, when you're talking about some of the things that we remember, you know, the Alamo, uh, Jim, Jim Bowie, of course, William Travis, uh, Davy Crockett, and, and, when, and really you look at these men and they are, yeah. their place in history is the way they died. I mean, they, 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 they died against all odds, refusing to give in. Uh, of course, you know, uh, we got William Travis who, who penned, uh, you know, victory or death. And, and so they, they, their whole hero status changed. But I noticed one thing you were talking about with this book. Do, do you think that's still true today? I mean, if we were living today, would there be some, some talk shows and CNN breaking down how, <laughs> how David Bowie and uh, uh, Bowie, I'm sorry, and William Travis and Davy Crockett, uh, they didn't. They shouldn't have done what they did, and somehow they'd have been made out to be bad people for what they did. Yeah, I mean, there's always spin. I mean, I'm watching. I'm always on Fox and Friends. So today, I'm off doing the radio show and able to because I'm in tra- transit doing something for Fox Nation. So I just decided to watch the other channels. One of the teases on the other channels was why CEOs and business leaders don't like Donald Trump. Please, <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> That's I a short so list. Negative. <laughs> yeah, no, evidently they're doing a half hour on it. The economy's roaring. Right. They must so, talk to every I, single one they, of them. Yeah, but these guys, this is courage. No one's getting famous. These guys were staring down death, 180 against up to 3,000. They killed 1,000 of those guys about, and they did it over the course of 13 days. Many of the, the elite fighters that the Mexican army had. The way they fought, I think, is beyond reproach. When you stare death in the face and you pen these letters that we're going to die together, 
I don't even think Joe Scarborough could twist that negatively and then stand for freedom and liberty and take and please watch over my son and tell him how I fought here. Oh. My goodness, victory or death. You, if you ever need inspiration, oh. this 28-year-old lawyer wrote these letters knowing he would die the next day and would take a bullet in the head as the Mexicans came over the wall. If you need inspiration, read these letters and you will be ready, ready to conquer the world. Don't you think the way David Crockett was, too, and how, how straightforward he was and said what, what, what he wanted to say, didn't care what everybody thought about it, I bet he'd be the most hated person in Congress today. And a great talk show host, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, he would be. I think he, he, he would have his own radio show. Rick, I could see Rick Bubba and Davey. Yeah. Now, now, now is it is Speedy? Are you kin to him or Daniel Boone? I get those confused. Uh, Speedy, Daniel Boone. Oh, it's not Crockett. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you ever get Daniel Boone and Davy Crockett? Well, confused? like all the time. Yeah. yeah, I do too. Uh, but this. You know, it's interesting that Disney does specials on these guys, and they do the series. And I thought when I start studying them and find out they were just. You know, that's not who they are. They are actually better than Disney may portray them out to be. They are actually more impressive. Consider oh, yeah. this, back then, he was so impressive, somebody wrote a biography on him and made him bigger than life as a trapper. He wrestled bears. He always did the right thing. Picture this, too. Andrew Jackson, president, powerful, decides that he doesn't like what Jackson's doing. So he publicly breaks from him. And Jackson goes, oh, yeah? I'm going to make sure you get primaried right out. And he loses the election. And he says, good, screw that. I'll leave. I'm going to Texas. <laughs> so these guys had a major war. They both are stalwarts. They, they basically broke up. Davy Crockett ends up at the Alamo, and they say, well, you're Davy Crockett. We want to make you an officer. He goes, no, I'm a private. Mm. I arrived here uh, out of, uh, from another state at another time. I'll work my way up. He brings his fiddle. He inspires people. He gets everybody going. He, he uh, motivates. And when the war starts, he fights to the death. They said he was the last one to die. Mm. Davy, wow. Davy Crockett, King of the Wild Frontier. I mean that's, I mean that's awesome, and and of course I know we're running out of time, and also the leadership of, of Sam Houston, uh, that type of leadership, uh, uh, sorely missing uh, these days. But it's a great, uh, a great read, and it's it's important to understand uh, American history, and we all agree the Alamo Avengers and Sam Houston, uh, the Texas victory that changed American. History, so it yeah. does tie into our history, not just Texas. Santa Ana bought the farm a short time later. Yes, yeah. it did. Yeah. Hey, uh, thanks a lot, Brian, for always working us in, and thanks for what you're doing. It's important. Uh, vice versa. Thanks for Come see us, Brian. Yeah, come hang out. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Hi, this is Brian Kilmeade with Fox News, and you know who you're listening to, Rick and Bubba. 35 minutes past the hour. Brian Kilmeade, uh, his latest book, Sam Houston and the Alamo Avengers. You can get it at briankilmeade.com. Uh, also, some other links there on his homepage for purchasing the book. And also, you can see tour links with Kilmeade as well when he comes to a, a city near you. All right, so, Bubba, we, we, uh, we, had, uh, we had to get Brian on when we could. And yeah, that was already scheduled. We were in the middle of recapping this past weekend, and I know there's, there's still much more to go. The last time we left you, uh, you you had showed yourself upset Betty, uh, and your tickets that you were supposed to get well, at the location uh, were running behind. I, I don't think you I, were trapped outside the stadium, and and you could not believe that your window was closing. Well, I didn't I didn't feel like I showed myself. I just felt like I had been you know put in difficult circumstances, you know. 
And driving through some of those packed roads will make you a little it nervous. Will. Look, you know. going to these big any big event, it is a struggle. I struggle with it because I don't like to be hassled. So what I like, like you, I try to get so far out ahead of it that you never get really sucked into the hassle part right, of it. Right. But when you get these tight windows like this, and and the fact, you, like you said, you know, back in the day uh, when when one of our sons was playing for a team, you have your schedule for the season laid out, right? And you already have everything the way you like it. Yeah. The way we are now, we might go, we might not. Uh, let's. You want to go? All right. Well, we got to find tickets. So we're, we're, you know, we're not as smooth as, as, as like if you were just fully committed to a season. Right. This 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 stop and go, which I like, but it does present some of its own issues. <clears throat> yeah. Like it does. like trying to and, meet people uh, to get tickets you bought from. We uh, well, it wasn't that. We, we you know we'd been asked to sit with them, so we we oh, appreciate them doing that. Right. Um. So my concern <clears throat> at that point wasn't that you know I was going to miss seeing the pregame thing and all that, but it was I wasn't going to get to see. You know, Coach Burgess go out because mm, right. the time was getting kind of close. But anyway, we got there. Uh, they got in. They got there. Picture we problem. got in. All that. Uh, <laughs> all was good. Sure. And uh, we got to see uh, y'all go on the field, which I thought was very, very nice. That was really cool. Yeah, you don't know what it took to get there. No, I can imagine. <laughs> but, but, but we'll go through that. As a matter of fact, I've got to – I know you have it here. Um, and now, now what, what was funny, I've I was trying to video this. Right. So I'm hanging out a window videoing this, and and Betty comes up and wants to talk to me, mm-hmm. about, right. and I'm like, shh, right, yeah, because I'm trying to get to PA. Well, I might. So be able I'm to. just not clicking on husband cylinders right. very well. Yeah, you you're fired, yeah. Speedy. I have actually people have sent me various links of this, and I'll I'll send you one that I don't I couldn't figure out how to make it work, but uh, I think it's really good quality. Of of the actual what happened with the PA and everything, so I'm gonna send it to y'all. Okay, and and you may or may not be able to work it, make it work. If not, there's others, and then that thing that Bubba's got is pretty good too. But like Bubba said, when he him him trying to get it the way he was trying to get it uh, is uh, is not easy. Well, this thing's not gonna work, is it? Uh, it's this somebody sent it to me and the file's so big, and now I'm trying to forward it to anyone who let me forward it to him. But but we have some footage of the actual deal, but. I was going to say, Bubba, with all the things you did, uh, and and I'll get to this, but you ever been in a, a big stadium like that and somebody's like behind you that you don't know is behind you, so they try to call you, and I've learned to see if you'll answer. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and I couldn't believe I was getting a signal inside the stadium, you know, with 80-something thousand people in yeah, there. Yeah, mine was and, spotty uh, at best. So it rang, and I answered it, and he was sitting right right behind me, mm-hmm. and, and all the various Burgesses strode out through Section 1. And it was it was Michael Mulvaney. Yeah, yeah. And Michael Mulvaney's one of those people that in your life he he's got his delivery down. Yeah, oh, you know, yeah. and he's always he's always gonna have things to say. So he so said, you mean pardon? Yeah, he said a line to me that he said it so good and so perfect, <laughs> and w- and the fact that he did it at a time when Auburn fans were very frustrated, yeah, right. <laughs> made, made it even better. Because until the very toward the end of the game, it it looked it felt like that when Auburn was down fourteen to nothing that they were down forty to nothing. Right. <laughs> I mean, it's like yeah. you felt like the odds of Auburn ever finding a way to score were just zero. Right. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it was it, like trying to cross the old Berlin Wall. You yeah. know what I mean? You had bob wire and dogs. You just had no hope of getting in there. Listen, and he you said, know? and he said this. You know, he goes, when you go on the show, money and get your hearty laughs using my line. He goes, <laughs> I, he, goes <laughs> he goes, I expect to get credit, so I'm gonna give him credit. And, and his delivery was fantastic. So we're sitting there just at the perfect time, everybody mad, everybody frustrated. My goodness, this offense, it's, it, it, it's, it's hard to watch it. And about that time, Michael Mulvaney says, well, it's obvious we got caught looking ahead to Sanford. 
That is a good one. And let me tell you, it slayed the entire room because we had an open week, everything prepared, and obviously we got caught looking ahead to Sanford. And that's funny. And then Bubba, one for you. He goes, please tell Bubba that after his 15 Instagram post on Saturday with every coach, political figure, and Auburn dignitary, I'm pretty sure the only one he missed was the women's dodgeball team. <laughs> so good. Okay. And I didn't even put those up till I got back because I'm like, yeah, I didn't have cell service. I couldn't get anything out. Well, we got caught looking ahead to Sanford. <laughs> but I, I, was, I was having a little fun, Rick, going around uh, when I was asked who I was, telling everybody I was Butch Thompson. Oh, yeah. The baseball player. That's why so, appreciates uh, that. Yeah, yeah it good. was. Uh, sure. We had a little fun with that, right? So. Yeah, that's, uh, but it, it but was. We we ran into Tubby. He was out there, and uh, my favorite one is this picture here. You posted, and it's you with your eyes closed. Well, <laughs> yeah. that's the only one you got. I, I, I laughed for <laughs> ten minutes. I'm catching a nap, like, boy. This is what he went with. I'm catching grace. a nap right there. He was, was going to show that locker room no matter what. Matter of fact, I, I saw somebody, and I thought you know because I know I know he had a Rick and Bubba hat on. Yeah, oh somebody told me they had met Tubby. I said, really, Tubby? He said, no, Bubba. Uh, <laughs> well, let, let me tell you, this is what was We're funny about this. I, I ran into Tubby out, out there, and he was he had his Rick and Bubba 20-year hat on. Yeah. yeah. And he said, I've been getting my picture made with this, with Hoyt all day, and he said, I'm up eight points with this hat on. <laughs> so, it's, uh, yeah, that was uh, – That's funny. Yeah, so I, so I gave Mulvaney his due. He, th- he thought I was going to take his line and act like yeah. I had come up with oh, it. Oh, listen. When you're he, getting the hearty laughs on Monday. That's a good one. Yeah. Mulvaney's funny, funny. Oh, he is. And then, of course, then it got to the point where when he – and he was only like a row down behind me, and oh, then yeah. he, he's, he's just texting me. Uh, through every little moment, you know, we were, trying, we were trying to one up each yeah, other with lines. You know, he pulled a great joke on me. You know, when our daughters were cheering like for you know junior oh, high. Oh gosh, I remember where that. he told me I had to wear a suit on that night. It was pouring rain yes. and muddy, and you I'm there with a suit, it? and nobody else. You is fell there. for it, oh, yeah, yeah. We covered it on the show, oh, oh, and he wasn't even there. <laughs> He was he off get and, enjoy yeah, it. doing whatever he does, wherever he goes. And, right. Uh, so, so that was a good one. That yeah, is a good one. I never have got even for that one either. Right. Well, I, 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 forget it. <laughs> I thought, do we never get him back for that? Surely. No, no, I don't, no I've been holding it. <laughs> All right, so we'll uh, – so good. When we come back, I'll uh, I'll start – Just to, destroyed it, by the way. Uh, I'll start the process of, of the adventures of trying to get uh, everybody to this game and and uh, do the thank yous uh, to everybody who made the day so special for – for dad and for mom and for the family, it, it turned out to be just a, as we call a chamber of commerce uh, weather, just beautiful blue skies. Everybody was on time. Everybody got, but, but I mean, it, but it still is not without its adventures, uh, as as you're always going to have adventures. And um, and and we will, uh, and I, you know, and and I, I think there one of the funny things. I think your daughter Chandler made the right decision. I tried to give her. To get her to do oh, something that, that really wasn't being a good a good uncle. No, and, she, funny, though. and she did the right thing. <laughs> she and, thought about it though. She did think, and the person was very helpful about it. He, he really nice. I didn't know that. I'm glad. I'm glad. And if she had moved when I told her to move, I wouldn't have got busted. <laughs> you had it covered. Yeah, but great when she, she when she delayed, that woman cut her eyes over at me. So we'll uh, we'll come back and we'll recap Burgess's invade Jordan hair. The gravy, please. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. All right, here we go. 12 minutes to the top of the hour. The Rick and Bubba Show. We're back. Do want to point you to Ancestry.com slash Bubba. This will be fun. 
uh, coming up this uh, Christmas, Thanksgiving, and the New Year, uh, sitting around the table talking about the cool stuff you found out about your family's origin, your genealogy, all by using uh, Ancestry.com slash Bubba. Go there and get your Ancestry DNA kit. Uh, it's on sale now, and you can get it using that URL. Get yourself a deal. Uh, get it to you. They'll send it to you. You send them what they need, and then you can get the information. And you know they will give you a really, really detailed picture of your family's origin. You can also find a link there at rickandbubba.com under the Sponsors button. So, Bubba, first of all, Greg and I, I know you agree, we must say thank you. Looking back over this past weekend, uh, we must say thank you to Michelle Kesey uh, with alumni engagement for the yes. Auburn Athletic Department. Michelle, uh, I know you must be so thankful this is over, and, uh, and I cannot thank you for your kindness. You went above and beyond. I kept wondering why you were going above and beyond. Maybe you're just a wonderful person. Uh, because I know the taking on this in our family was quite the endeavor for you, uh, and you took care of us and gave us a memory that we will never forget. And yes. everybody at Auburn University, your great hosp- job, your hospitality was phenomenal. Thank you for that. It really was. So I found out though con- the connection because you know she actually remembered when Blake was there, uh, our, uh, uh, my oldest son. She'd asked how he was doing and stuff like that. But then after it was over. Uh, we actually uh, actually uh, got a text from her making sure everything was all right, and she told me this. How cool is this? She said that her dad was the team manager for Auburn when our dad was a player there. Really? And that he always remembered dad and had a lot of fond memories of dad as one of the players <laughs> when he was the manager, and he was actually in the press box watching dad uh, be honored by the university all these years later all these years later how I cool mean, is that, that little is story that how you like that one overlap cool. how you like that one so anyway here's what was going on because even some of our friends seemed to be confused by what was happening um, i watched one of my friends from the crest get a little boy excited on a couple of misreads at one time uh, the little boy thought that uh, one of my friends from the crest we went, we went by the, the crest tailgate he worked the little boy into a frenzy by telling him what the boy thought was that dad was Al Borges. Uh, not Bill Burgess, but right. Al Borges. Well, that's right. close, right? And so the kid got in his lap and said, look, Mom, I'm with Al Borges. And um, so we, dad's like, what? Dad's like, this kid thinks I'm out. I, I know that. And, and <laughs> Go then, with it. And then just when he tried to save it, he said, well, you want to talk to him because he's been inducted to the Auburn Hall of Fame today. And I was like, all right, Dyson, that's two misses. Uh, it's actually the Alabama Sports Hall of Fame, and dad is a player at Auburn. Auburn's acknowledging him, uh, Tommy Ag and Dad today because they both were inducted to the Alabama Sports Hall of Fame, and they always honor their alumni or former players when they get inducted or coaches or whatever. So, so I, it was so there was a lot of misinformation out there on exactly what this was. So he was close, <laughs> yeah. So, 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 so really, what it was is that Auburn University, when they have a coach or a player inducted into the Alabama Sports Hall of Fame or any Hall of Fame. They 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 yeah. want to honor that at the university on the field and and they pick a big game. They boy, said they, did, they said it? when they do that they don't do the throwaway games. They do a big game. I noticed. Mm-hmm. And and boy did they. What a big. One. A lot of folks came to this one. It was kind of packed. So uh, here's how the assignments were laid out. The assignments were laid out that uh, I would as the oldest son I would take mom and dad. Uh, part of this that Michelle and her de- uh, her. Her department took care of is that mom and dad got a room there at the uh, university hotel, which is a very nice hotel, top-notch service. I want to thank everybody who took care of us there, uh, which for me, no hassle, Rick, turnkey. That means that I get everybody unloaded at that hotel that's on campus. They take my car and park it. 
and I never have to deal with my car again until we leave on Sunday. Yeah. So, yeah. and I've got a place to to go to bed here in at the university. I don't have to do traffic leaving. None of that. Mm-hmm. We're going in for the long haul. So, uh, so that was phenomenal. So, first of all, we we want to get um, get everybody into their room, and all that went relatively smoothly. Uh, we want to get everybody, and then we're going to get up on Saturday. We're gonna we're gonna meet uh, Blake. Uh, and uh, and a guy who was his roommate in college for a while, uh, they both are now in New York as actors, and so they both they all came from New York. So he he met us in the lobby, and uh, you know and and of course uh, it was um, I realized when I first looked down if you remember the story you know one of his national championship rings was stolen, <clears throat> uh, he does have the NCAA ring and he decided to wear it. And I was kind of like, you know, those things are, are not really for wearing. Mm-hmm. And all I could think of is, at what point today do we now lose the old one? Right. Yeah. You know, and uh, and and that was, uh, and of course, it, it uh, trying to get all that explained from time to time it was like he still he still had it on, and I, mm-hmm. I just didn't. I mean, I'm glad he wore it. I'm glad he got to. I'm glad he has. But that's it. a that's the time to wear it if but, you're gonna wear it. Well, it was pretty nerve wracking though. But anyway, <laughs> so they met us. You in don't the, want him to pat you on the head. I know. No, that. they <laughs> they met us in the lobby, and we we were gonna go. We, we, you know, all Burgesses are meeting at Bo Jackson statue at twelve thirty. That's right. Now, one thing you need, and I, I want to, I want to thank the audience who heard me say that on the air, and also met us at twelve thirty at the Bo Jackson <laughs> uh, statue. That was actually kind of cool. So, we, when we get there, actually, listeners and, and, oh, and, awesome. and viewers nice. of the show Extended said, family. "We're here to, we're here to meet with the Burgesses." Because <laughs> if you ever wanted a picture made with any Burgess, that was the time. <laughs> that was it. And then and, in the middle of it, up walked Bill Bubba Buzzy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and then we <laughs> started. We know. And then, then yeah. every Burgess begins to scream at Bubba. Of course, we didn't know at that time he was frustrated. <laughs> right. But the, he uh, wasn't no, as frustrated no. yet. He didn't realize how frustrated he would be. Yeah. No, it, it was all good. It just, you know, wasn't exactly as planned. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know how I love a plan change. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, that's good. You're so flexible. <laughs> so I'm gonna see if I have it. So I've I've got I've got Nana and Pop. Now keep in mind that Dad, I'm trying to leave. If, if uh, Greg, how far do you think it is, Bubba? You can probably help from the University Hotel. If you're walking, you're now moving through the campus trying to get yeah, to the Bo Jackson block. Yeah, and so but but all that way you're going through. Yeah, tailgate tens of area. thousands of yeah, people. Yeah, and of course, Dad is gonna stop and talk to everybody on the way. And by the way, if you had a dog, which I saw that even at the hotel, people bringing their dogs to games. I, I mean, to each his so own. You're not talking well, about the, the, the dogs that were working. You're talking about pets. No, no, no. People. I saw the one with his vest on. That I, do not pet. I'm getting yeah, off. I'm getting off. Working. I'm getting off the elevator at the hotel. I petted him, and a guy's coming at me with two. I'm talking about a hundred pound plus dogs. Oh my! Oh, on no. leashes through the lobby. Come on. And, and he's trying to hold them. And, and I'm thinking, who, first oh, of all, who man. wants to take this Do we have a dog a show in town? No. That you can, and people bring dogs to games. I guess they well, stay Well, you know what happens? Oh. Uh, Bruce Pearl and his wife have like a pet hotel service for during football games or basketball games or whatever. And can't the thing is full. Out? The thing is slammed full. You can't get in there. Well, so. they, these were dogs at the hotel with their owners. <laughs> wow. Good and, night. of course, you know, you, know what, you know how dogs greet you. Yeah. So I'm trying to get off the get off with the elevator cold nose. with the elevators, and, I, and I've got two large dogs nosing me in the crotch, you know, like, <laughs> hey, and I'm going, hey, look hey, out there, watch hey, out now, hey, buddy, hey, good, good morning, morning. <laughs> and uh, and so uh, 
So I'm like, hey, gosh, who brings dogs? On dog? to victory, Strago. Is it not enough hassle That's to just say, be there with your family? What, think about what it's like to even try to go to a game, and you're going to throw two dogs in the middle of it. All I went through, if you put a dog in the middle of that, I don't know what I So I just left and went to Montgomery. So so anyway, so but I will I will say this. Every single Burgess was on time was on time at the Bo Jackson statue, even our sister. Of course, yeah. not, of course, you know I won that battle. She, she sent to me all right. proud, first here, first one here. I did see something she had posted on Instagram asking someone where the best place to park was. Yes. Well, she Have you heard what fight. happened? No, and it was pretty, I want to say Thursday night I saw that, or Friday the, the only Burgess that nearly got in a fisticuff was our sister. Yeah. Our sister nearly got in a fight over a parking spot with a Georgia fan. Well, I agree uh, with you. You can't save a spot. Somebody was a saving a spot and, and, with a chair. And Angie was like, look, you can't save this. I'm going to go ahead and park here. And she's like, well, I will save it. And they had like a big cat fight standoff. And the and, woman sat in the chair and was like, you're going to have to run over me and the chair. And so, she, and, so Angie gave And it. at one point, our sister said she was willing. Yeah, she thought I, I will run over you in that chair to park. <laughs> so she's the only one nearly got in the foot. But, uh, but it was uh, – uh, that you know, of all the people that were there, the potential of my oh, sister being the one, and I uh, bet she appreciates this. Yes. Yeah. Oh, oh no. She well, she was kind of proud of it for a minute because she was she was well, stirred up. When well, we, how about when you think you finally though. found yeah. one and you see a lawn chair in it? Right. You know, you're like, she Come told on, like, really, you really can't save a space with a chair. Yeah. And then the yeah. woman said it. Said, "Well, you have to run over me in a chair." And ain't you back down? Yeah. She had well, her own she, property. She, she literally said to me, what she, had her kids about, with her. she said, I, I had I had my kids with me and I started thinking ahead mm-hmm. of me in jail and <laughs> right. you know, the, the police the police showing up. And now we're really missing and, the great and, story. And, and now there's a woman pinned underneath in my truck and for some reason Gary da- Gary Downson probably think it's funny. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? You'll get a big laugh out of yeah. it. Yeah. Like and, that. Uh, and and she said I she said I really did. At one point you're mad and you're like, I'm I will run you over. Mm-hmm. And she said, just I guess it's getting older. I actually looked yeah. ahead and right. pictured everything right. that would happen. <laughs> well, you know, you know, there's a price to pay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right, so. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. And of course, I, how long did it take me to say, "Really, parking? No, no problem for me." Mm-hmm. I'm back over at the hotel, <laughs> snuggling in there with mom and dad, and moving up to the number one slot. I just, yeah. wa- I just walked up to her when I saw her. I said, "How do you spell university?" <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> All right, so we come back top of the hour, and um, we'll talk about um, taking 17 Burgesses. Being on the east side of the stadium by the Bo Jackson statue and saying, folks, let's go to the west side. Let's go to the west side and let's get everybody in. Let's get to our seats and figure out where we're supposed to be. Top of the hour, more of the Rick and Bubba show coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Proving daily that common sense is a superpower. American heroes. Rick and Bubba. Six minutes past the hour, the Rick and Bubba show. 866 We Be Big is our number as we make our way back. Uh, recapping the weekend, we've hit uh, some of the big stories from the weekend. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler. Eddie Van Adler producing another daily documentary. They are back. Uh, you'll have uh, several of those ending up the year as we celebrate the 25th year of the Rick and Bubba show. You love the daily documentaries, uh, and they have returned uh, for a limited time. And look for another one today. Hopefully you enjoyed the one over the last weekend. There's Bubba. Welcome back, buddy. Rick, glad to be here, and thank all of you for being part of the Rick and Bubba experience. All right, so so this uh, Saturday we've walked through this. So now I'm leaving the Bo Jackson statue where all Burgesses were, uh, all 17 of us were meeting 
uh, for us to gather. I had everybody's tickets. Now, because of the tickets, uh, because trying to get 17 tickets to uh, you know a big uh, a big game like this, it was not easy. Uh, and uh, the folks at Alumni Engagement and the Auburn Athletic Department worked hard uh, to get me as many tickets as I could. So we had 17. They were all in the same section, but they were kind of divided up in little groups. But we were all within what three or four rows of each other. Oh, yeah. and so I was I was kind of trying to get everybody's media, immediate family together to group everybody to say where everybody would kind of go in these groups. And so we get all that together. Now keep in mind, let me say that again because that's important to know. Let me say that again. <laughs> Because we're not all – don't picture that there's 17 seats all together. Is it, does everybody realize okay, that yeah. we're not – so we started the Bo Jackson statue, and now I've got to walk all the way around <laughs> this gigantic stadium. And mom and dad are doing great, you know, physically for their age, but they're 78. And, uh, and you know, and, and the pace is – And dad's got to talk to everybody. And dad's talking to everybody, and he's petting dogs that for some reason people bring to the games. And, <laughs> and, and he pets the one that has the jacket on that says, do not pet. He did. He no, did. he did not. Yes, the working will. dog. Yep, mm-hmm. sure, sure enough. Working, don't tell And uh, how, about, how about the security team there? they all big fans of the Rick, show. how they, about the sheriff's department? We yeah. had some buds. Man, they were so good to us. It was so great to meet all of you. And so we're working our way around, and, and we're early enough because we're supposed to be – at, at the bottom of section one to go on the field at one thirty, but I don't know how long it's going to take us to get around. So I'm allowing an hour for us to meet, grip and grin, get pictures made. Now, of course, Greg and I have gone. Have you? Can you imagine what it's like to take a group picture of 17 people and dealing with Sherry, Angie, oh, Chandler, them. Mom? All the women want you to keep. They all got to check them. And here's what they do. Every time somebody would take it, you, hey, could you come take this picture for us? Thankfully, uh, Blake's roommate was, was became like our official photographer. Right. And what do they do? They grab it and they they pull it in. And what they're doing, they're looking at themselves. Oh, yeah. They, what I warned him. I said, you're going to have to take at least six. Oh, well, somebody's got their eyes closed. Well, why are you looking like that? Oh, I don't like that look. That's no big uh-uh. deal if you got your eyes yeah, closed. Can you do, not. That, it will not ruin a picture. Can you do one more? Can you do one more? So we get all the various versions of pictures made. Oh, I, yeah. yeah, and now we're moving, and, and 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 now I've become Moses, and I'm trying to move the children of Israel across the <laughs> desert in forty in forty day, forty years. <laughs> so we're moving, and you know we lose people, and at one time uh, they, they, we, about the time we get around to where we need to make the turn, what I would call the front of the stadium, where you know you have you you have as Betty would say. Facing south, no, I'm sorry, north, <laughs> at the north end of the stadium. Okay, so but now I've got to get around to the, to to the west side. Well, as soon as we get to the north, here comes Georgia, and all their fans are out there. Here come the Georgia buses. So now I've got 17 Burgesses. I'm moving the children of Israel, and now now where we would have just walked around is cut off. Now we got to get back behind the buses, get over on a sidewalk across mm. the street, mm. and that's when I, I start losing people at that point. Uh-oh. Now, now we're all, and I just start no. shouting, "Go, <laughs> go to, go to gate for section one." So we get everybody back there. We all hone in, and so I'm like, everybody now, I will give everybody their ticket. <laughs> now keep in mind, I want to stress this again: <laughs> we are not all in a row, so you got to know where you're sitting because we're we're kind of. There's a pod of us here, then there's a pod of us yeah, here. You're in the general of... area. Yeah. Everybody hang on to your ticket. I'm now handing out tickets. Everybody hang on to your ticket. Even when we get in, hang on to your ticket because we don't know how the setup is. Okay? Well, we thought we'd got the memo out on clear bags, clear bags only. Uh-oh. Chandler Burgess did not get the she memo. She didn't get the memo. So Chandler has now a pocketbook. She ain't a purse, been to a big event lately, has she? A purse. No. A purse. 
Jonas Brothers let her get in like that? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I wonder. And so anyway, <laughs> like fresh off of Jonas Brothers. So I'm already, <laughs> I'm already in, and I just want this to be over. Yeah. So I'm already in, and so I work my way back down the barricade, and I shouldn't have done this. And I, I applaud Chandler for not giving into it. She thought I, about I it. said, "Hand me your purse." Over <laughs> it. And, and and so I'm just going to bring it over to the other side, <laughs> and then and then when she comes through, I'll give it back to yeah, her. Rick and Ari, man. Well, I, know she, I mean, he I'm, had it done. If she just went. With if it. she'd have just, if she hadn't, like, oh no, Uncle Rick, I don't know if this is the right thing. Which is sad that you would say that to me, <laughs> and sad that I put you in that situation. So when she paused and she hesitated, then when the security women saw me, and she looked at me, I mean, she burned a hold of me. I said, "Hey, just see what they want to do." <laughs> and I went back around because that mm. woman looked at me like, you trying to grab that bag? Yeah. And I was like, yes, ma'am. But I, they were very, I just, very I just, helpful. I just wanted us all to get in. But, <laughs> they worked but, it out. They went they through did. it. And, and they, they were, were really, really helpful. Thank really you all nice for stuff. accommodating us. Really, very nice. And, you know, Chandler, the odds of her being dangerous are not very high. Mm. And they checked her purse and put all of her stuff in the clear bag that yeah. was in the purse, then came through, then, then everybody got it back. So it was fine. Mm-hmm. So we get in. Of course, what happens the minute you get in? Hey, we got to go to the bathroom. Hey, where, oh, no. where's, where's the bathroom? I just want 17 Burgesses to be in their seats, and we're looking to Michelle, who's with the Auburn Athletic Department, to tell us when to come on down to the field. We're almost – we are so close to getting to that area. Where's the bathroom? We got to go to the bathroom. Oh, yeah, we, we got to go to the bathroom, Rick. Let us go to the bathroom. Why won't you let us go to the bathroom? Everybody go to the bathroom. So everybody goes to the bathroom, then we're standing around out there waiting everybody to come out of the bathroom. So then – I say, everybody get your ticket. And I look, and of course, we knew this was coming. Big love. <laughs> oh, no, no. He's he, not. He's not. He's doing this all the time. <laughs> good night, big love. I mean, good night. How does that happen? We just had him up 100 feet from here. Go check the garbage I, again. I don't, I, I don't know where my ticket is. Then all of a sudden, Sherry, oh, I can't, I don't, I can't find my ticket. I, let me go back to the back, bathroom. I may have dropped it in the floor. I'm like, how have y'all lost your tickets? You just gave it to him. Oh, five hundred feet, a <laughs> hundred feet. So, so, so we get in, and I'm like, well, I, and she, she, and then of course she, well, it doesn't matter. We're all sitting together. No, no, we're not. We're all, we'll find. We're now we got to guess where you sit. So we're gonna have to go to something where you sit in somebody's seat and whatever. And so we get in. Well, she goes there and sits in one of the folding seats. I said, there's no way that's your seat. It looks like mine's in one of these folding seats. Honey, people buy those. <laughs> yeah, you think they just randomly throw them up there? <laughs> hey, hey, look, and then and then Brody's girlfriend's with us. Look at Cameron. I got folding seats. Y'all, no way y'all in them seats. Yeah. Okay, honey, yours yours is either on this side of me. It can't be in that one. Well, your your seat your seat twelve, so I must be thirteen, mm-hmm. or you could be eleven. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is most likely. No, I'm, I want to sit in this seat. Well, I know you want to, but I don't think that's your seat. <laughs> Well, if you had your ticket, now I'm becoming like most of it. Then, then you have to. Then you. Then and you, hey, Rick, how can you be so mean? I know yeah. now. Now, uh, oh yeah, you're so mean. Now, now you're drawing the line. You're taking the fun away from everybody, Rick. Well, that's <laughs> but really, you make a decision. Is this worth it? Yeah. Do I do I die only if everybody kept up with their ticket heel? Mm-hmm. We know where to sit. You know, I said that's fine. Just sit right there. But you know somebody's coming, oh, yeah. and they're going to want that oh, sure. seat, and then you're going to have a hand because they're going to say, well, show me your ticket stub, and you, you don't have well, one. Well, you're talking about that. I, I got to know throughout the game who was really in that seat. Yeah. So anyway, so we, oh. so everybody, now people are putting jackets down because it's that day where it's too hot to have yeah. them on, but you yeah. may need them. Right. So everybody's putting that stuff. So, so, now, yeah. so now we go down to the field. 17 people. I felt so bad when I see Tommy Ag, and I said, Tommy, how many you got? He said, well, I got four. I'm like, I have 17. And and then it's then that what we did the, you, what you don't want to get into is the playoff of people that can go on the field. 
Because then it's like, well, now if we don't have enough, hey, I, I won't go on the field. No, no, no. She's already said we can all go on the field. If it breaks down, if it falls apart, it will be Dad, Greg, Angie, Rick. Of course, Mom, y'all just going without me. Mother, you're, mm-hmm. you're, you're going to be in it. I'm not going on the field. <laughs> you are going on the field, Mom. You, you will officially be on the field. I'd rather my kids go on the field. I'd rather my kids go on the field. I do not want to go on the field. I don't. I don't want to make it a fuss over this. I don't even know why I'm down here. I just, I just need to. I just need to go back to my seat. And but I, if she didn't go on the field, oh, what would happen? Oh, oh. Well, well it would be great if I'd have got to go on the field. Yeah. If, if she doesn't, <laughs> hey, it looked fine down there. Well, boy, look, boy look at these pictures. They really is pretty moving. I can't imagine what it was like down there. <laughs> and so, uh, so, so I ain't falling for that. No. And Greg's not falling for it. Matter of fact, we're all saying, let me tell you who's on that field for sure. You and Dad. Everybody else up for debate. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. You, you got know, two spots to take. So we come back. I'll tell you about us going out. Oh. Try not to get at one point. We're in pregame with Georgia. Uh-huh. Us, we're all out there. Uh, at one time, Boomer and I, Boomer and I, line up on each other. I try to get on the corner, yeah. see if I can get past him. Huh. Uh, I ended up in the middle of pregame with Georgia. Didn't mean to. Boy, they got a big offensive line. Down Boy, there. that's a that's a big old fella. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Twenty-one minutes past the hour, the Rick and Bubba show. So uh, we finally get uh, all the Burgesses in to their seats. Some of the seats are questionable uh, because two of my family members have already lost their tickets. That's Big Love and Sherry. Rick, show me again, Big Love. Look at this ticket. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, <laughs> tickets. Uh, How? Uh, hundred feet. hundred feet. Uh, well, you know, you remember we were the last time we were going to Europe that he. Uh, he actually uh, lost his passport because he threw it in the trash can with his food that he just had. Forgot about that. one. Yeah. So uh, so anyway, um, we That's were um, so anyway. So we were, we were going through all this. Everybody. So now that we're now we've gone down to the field. They get enough armbands for everybody, which I could not believe. Uh-huh. And so we're, this is the thing: stay out here and look at pregame. When we call you, move down here. Now they did. There was some indec- indecisiveness on exactly where we were supposed to stand. Oh, At no. one time we were on the fifty, then we were on the forty, then we were on the other forty. Yeah, and uh, so the, and they and so they said, you know, what what you guys do? We'll go out, get everybody on the field. Everybody can go. Here's where to stand. Turn turn your dad back this way, and you can stand there. And uh, and then when it's over, you can go back over to this oh, area. Well, you can go back over to this area. That started before I was ready for it. You can go back over to this. <laughs> area. just be rolling. Okay, you can go back over to this area. And then you you can watch the eagle fly, you can watch the national anthem, you yeah. can watch the flyover, and then when all that's over, you guys need to get back to your seats. Okay. Okay. So uh, so as we're on the field, um, all of a sudden I hear this. Oh, those people are moving our stuff. <laughs> what? Well, look up there, people moving our stuff out of our seats. Oh, no, man. baby, they're they're probably moving your stuff out of their seat. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> more, li- more. Yeah. Well, not look. They're moving, they're, I'm in that little sit back chair. You, no, baby, you're probably not. Like I said, you're probably on the other side. Well, they're picking up my jacket and they're moving it. Yeah, because your jacket's in the way of their seat. Probably they're moving over to where you are sitting. Well, then they, <laughs> then they send who do they send up into the stands? Uh, they sent one of the kids. They sent Brody, wasn't it? Uh, Brody and, and Pearson. Pearson. They go gather, but now they're bringing everybody's jackets down. Also said, known as Mustang. We don't need all these jackets down here. They're about to call us up on the field. Right. So anyway, so so we all get on the field, and uh, and here here is uh, the, the exactly what happened with the PA announcer, and you'll see all of us. 
as they try to cram us <clears> into <throat> the big screen. Okay. Uh, so here it is. A four-year starter at Auburn for 1983. Tommy A.G.'s first. He rushed for 1,733 yards and scored 13 touchdowns for the Tigers before a seven-year NFL career that included back There's back Big Love with no ticket. With <laughs> Dallas. Please welcome Tommy A.G. Tommy A.G. Great Tommy A.G. Look at Tommy A.G.'s four people and then my 17. <laughs> In 1961 and 1962, under legendary coach Ralph Church, he led Jacksonville State to the 1992 Division II Football National Championship during his 12-year coaching career. Please welcome Bill Burgess. There's Bullet. Hey, boy, Bullet. Hey, Bullet. Join Scott Myers in the Alabama Sports Hall of Fame and congratulating Auburn's 2019 Alabama Sports Hall of Fame inductees. Tommy Agee and Bill Burgess. And so there, there, there they are. There you go. And so that's a, there's everybody's waving, and we're there done. We Thank you, Alabama Sports Hall of Fame. Thank you, Auburn. So now we're supposed to be moving over to watch the eagle fly, watch the flyover. Now I have 17 people. I don't want you to miss that. And now we have our jackets and everything that's been brought out of the stands uh-huh. where we would left them. Because we're convinced that people are taking our seats, but, what, but what's really happening is they're actually getting their seats. <laughs> right. Okay, they they're, 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 they're getting they them paid back. dearly for. Yeah, yeah. So, so anyway, and, and, and we'll get to know them because they're snug in there. Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah. But, but hey. anyway, so um, so we're going over now. They they when the eagle flies over, mm-hmm. we're we're all there. Eagle flies over. <laughs> so beautiful to see it. It was great. So now the eagle is right where we are. They bring the eagle to where we are. Did oh. you see him get to eat the rat? Oh yeah, people are lining up. In an organized fashion, they kind of covered it a little. Yeah, to 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 stand to get. They their, don't zoom in on it like they used to. To 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 actually get their picture made with the eagle. Okay, <laughs> that's a big big bird. It's a big yeah, bird. So now and so there's major security about the eagle. Some of the grandkids are wanting to see it, and they're being told to the matter of fact. I think I saw Angie get eat up a little bit. Hey, get get Sherry got eat up a little bit. I think get back, get back, get back. Well, as as yo, well, who rule breaker? Oh, look, yeah. Sherry was holding the eagle. Yeah, look, look, this is the picture Sherry got where she wasn't supposed to be there. Oh my right, goodness! So, so anyway, so I look and and like it's almost like Sherry ran de- defense for distraction for Dad. Dad walks right through the middle of everybody, and is there is a handler, there is Dad. And there's another handler, and dad's dad's bending down watching the eagle eat rats. Yeah. I mean, he, he's he's in it. I mean, he's completely bent over, like he's trying to pet. He's like, man, hey, look at that. Hey, Rick, look at this over here. Dad, I don't think you're supposed to be there. And, and he, Rick, let's be clear, you don't pet eagles. No, eagles no. do not want to be pet. Hey, hey, no. hey, he's looking. He's looking right at me. I bet he is. You're standing right on top of him. Yeah. Dad just broke all security, went right over there, and just got over and had his. You know, people for, thought Dad was a falconer. No, he, he thought he was supposed to. Be. I said, Dad, I don't he, think you look. And he had the glove on. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think you're supposed to be there, Dad. Yeah. And then everybody said, "Somebody go get you, Dad." And I said, "Well, if they're not going to move him, let him look at the eagle." So, right. so he got right over there. Well, uh, that's up close. Yeah, yeah. And you may remember, Man, Rick, when we big. had the eagle in, or one of them in the studio oh, with yeah. uh, Roy Crow and the young lady who was working, and I asked her on the air, "Has the eagle ever?" pecked you or anything and she said no and at that moment he bit her on the nose and she started bleeding do you I remember that? I remember that. yeah i did yeah. for that but you talked him into it so i, I thought i didn't know eagles understood english <laughs> yeah. yeah watch yeah. it so we get we get everybody back to their get everybody back to their seats i get everybody settled when everybody settled in their seats i was i just i just i just and also i realized i was exhausted 
and, uh, and, and, and we're all exhausted. And I got to meet the guy whose seat we were in, and he and I got along great. And so I got everybody where they're supposed to be. And so all of a sudden, I look at Sherry, and she goes, are you exhausted? I said, I am exhausted. Mm-hmm. I said, we have been going since this morning nonstop. She goes, where are you on the game? I said, I am, I am ready to go whenever mom and dad are ready. Mm-hmm. So I go up and talk to mom and dad about it. And uh, mom gives me the, we're good. And, uh, and so I'm not making this up. This is no exaggeration. Sherry and I were completely sound asleep, completely sound asleep at 835. Are you serious? I went to sleep at 8.30, completely out, and slept all the way the next morning. I was completely exhausted. Ooh, What's wrong with that, Rick? Well, you know what I used? <laughs> when I look when I look back at the at the walk back to the hotel, and it, it was a dandy of a walk, and then I remembered the cart service. Yep. And I pulled up the phone. Mom was standing over that look going, so how far is it back to the hotel? I said, that's a haul. But watch this. Hello. Yes, we're right here. Walk out. Walk up Donahue a block, and you're waiting on us. We have a cart to ride us all the way back. Twenty bucks, cart right back to the hotel. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. Let me tell you that service number one. Yeah. That that because you know the walking over there, you're you know it's pregame. We're all festive. Yeah. Yeah. You but, got emotion but, then. You got yeah. the adrenaline going. But, but hey, when you're done, it's it so, seems like you're walking uphill. Then. Yeah. So it was a tremendous day. It was a wonderful weekend. We we spent the night there. Went back, ate there at the restaurant. Like I say, we were all passed out asleep by eight thirty. Got <laughs> up, went to brunch at Lucy's. Got to see uh, young Broderick a little bit the next day. Got to see the kids. Got to see the family. Got to hang out. Got to watch Dad get honored. Got to see, uh, you know, a part of a really good football game. A beautiful fall day. It was great. Thank you, Auburn University, for a wonderful weekend. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. The gravy, please. 35 minutes past the hour. The Rick and Bubba Show. We're back. Compassion International teaming up with the Rick and Bubba Show. We're excited uh, to see if we can't get a minimum. Let's let's get a minimum of a hundred kids sponsored. Uh, you can do that by going to Compassion International. Uh, just go to compassion.com slash Bubba. Or you can call somebody if you'd rather talk to somebody. 855-293-2323. A wonderful organization. Sadly, there's more than 60,000 kids that are on the Compassion waiting list. You can take one or two or three off that list right now. It's not a lot of money. It's it's not a, not a sacrifice on our part. But, boy, what a difference it makes there. You get updates on how the kids are doing. And through Compassion, they're always going to make sure there's a local church established there that they're going to work through, uh, so they're they're only they're not just going to take care of their physical needs; their spiritual needs will be taken care of as well. And uh, Sherry and I are sponsoring a little boy named Job over in Nicaragua through Compassion. Just got an update on him with Christmas coming up. Send him some stuff for Christmas. Uh, it's just uh, it, we know that it benefits the child. We know that it benefits their community. But let me tell you, it will do a lot for your family as well. Uh, so why don't you go now to compassion.com/slash Bubba. Or call one eight five five two nine three twenty three twenty three twenty three, and just talk to them. There might be a region of the world you feel called to. Uh, there might be a certain birthday that is special to you. I I know with us, you know, we worked a lot in Nicaragua, so we looked there, and then the name Job just kind of jumped out at us. So it may be something like that. Uh, but you'll give them physical, spiritual, and emotional support. Uh, uh, and these are children that are in some of the poorest parts of the world. There's a link at rickandbubba.com under the sponsors too. So we just wrapped up talking about the weekend. 
uh, and uh, and what fun it was. And Jerry Ryan, who uh, the you know well known from Three on a String, said he was going to call in because he and Dad, uh, who uh, was honored there with Tommy Ag Saturday, were roommates in college at Auburn, and he said he was just going to call in. And congratulate Dad, but he couldn't find his phone, so he just drove up here. That's right. Well, I mean, it's it's one well, way to get on. Point. I mean, if That's you can't it. call in, then just yeah. come up, and grab them up. Yeah, just show up. So, <laughs> so you did you say you you traveled to the game as well and dropped? Yeah, one of your I took my grandson down there to to uh, meet his dad. They got on the they got in the game, but I didn't have a ticket, mm. so I. I looked for y'all. I couldn't find you. So that no, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't. Do that. Jerry, you were supposed I, to I, meet I at Bo Jackson right? at twelve thirty. Twelve thirty. Everybody knew that. Yeah, everybody knew that. I went to Pat Sullivan. Uh, see, that, that's how <laughs> we missed wrong it. statue. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, so anyway, you so you didn't know Dad was that was even going to happen. I did. I really didn't. But when I saw it, when I saw the uh, uh, news mm-hmm. type thing, I said, "Boy, I need to call him and Gunnell. And I couldn't find my phone, so I said, mm-hmm. "I." I'll just go up there and tell them on the air. Yeah, there you go. Let me do it. It's like a big yeah. phone. Yeah. Well, they haven't found your phone yet, or is really it still clear. missing? Bullet and I were together back when he had a 57 Chevrolet. And, I mean, you talk about. <laughs> oh, yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that was it, wasn't it? Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah, we still had a few awkward moments. You remember, uh, Dad didn't get there till 58. But uh, when my oldest son graduated uh, from Auburn, they had a you know, you get to go in uh, if you played ball there. You get to go in with the coach, and right. you get to come in and see all that and see all the stuff. Well, they they got in their mind that Dad actually got there in '57 for uh, the national championship, and they were they they got this huge huge public relations thing going, doing videos and everything oh, really? of, of of Granddad national champion, grandson national champion. Oh. The only problem is Dad didn't get there to '58, right? Yeah, <laughs> and, and so, so he actually wasn't on the team. So we look, and all this is going on, and I keep saying, Dad. He goes, well, they think I was on the 58, 57. <laughs> and I said, well, why don't we tell him? He goes, I oh, went too far in. Oh, we're way past. Let it yeah. ride. So that happened again Saturday. There was a lot of, right. hey, coach, congratulations on 57. And, yeah. and just, so, but yeah, 58 to what, 62? Two. Well, that that, most people, uh, mine yeah. was 63. But, <laughs> but, right, uh, yeah. Yeah, but no we, need were, to rush. Yeah. we were, uh, we roomed together actually in Alex City as we practiced talk. Y'all getting ready to, you know, to graduate, yeah. really. Oh, and, practice uh, teaching. Yeah. We live there with, uh, and, and Rick will remember Mrs. Floyd and her precious son, who, <laughs> uh, he was a story in himself. Oh, really? Okay. Uh, yeah. yeah. Another day, but. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> we, but we had oh, a great, boy. great, great, great time. Yeah, well, that's what I hear. Yeah. Yeah, and it was, uh, he was also telling me stories about when they were in the dorms before you, you and he were roommates and that coach that you know dad has a very hearty laugh and uh-huh. Dally's always had it mm-hmm. and the coach was like Burgess I'm, I, I hear you in there <laughs> laughing <laughs> two o'clock in the morning you got to go to bed you know, <laughs> keeping everybody up and this is what dad kept saying dad would say things like now keep in mind it's 2019 <laughs> and dad would say well I can't believe I went to college here for four years I tell you I couldn't find my way around this place if I had to <laughs> I'm like my dad would say look there's a lot of change they've <laughs> added a few buildings yeah, yeah. a few changes I'll guarantee you that <laughs> yeah so yeah, that that was uh, in those days the games, uh, very few games were even played at Auburn. If they, if they well, played. If we played Georgia and Columbus, yeah, mm-hmm. and we played uh, Alabama most of the time in Birmingham, and we played uh, somebody else. We played oh, played Tennessee in Birmingham. Usually. Exactly, mm-hmm. that's who it was. Yeah, but I remember going to Columbus and seeing uh, play, watching the game, and this quarterback for Georgia kept making this play and that play, and we never. Then Georgia found it. 
wound up winning that game too, and it was Fran Tarkington was the quarterback. Oh, he's pretty kept good. Saying, well, hey, he's pretty good. He's a decent player. Yeah. <laughs> I tell you what's funny the way the way these the scrambler the way these stadiums have <laughs> yeah. got, they've gotten so good with their big screens and their media. Wow. And the, how about and, the music and what those guys do? But what, I got to laughing so hard. Because so those of you who don't know the history, Kirby Smart, who's the head coach at Georgia, actually played for Georgia. And so somebody finds mm-hmm. a, a highlight of an Auburn running back or quarterback. I can't remember which one it was. Some, somebody toting the mail. Yeah. Running yeah. over Kirby Smart as a player. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and the live right. uh, audio of the event while it's happening. Going, oh, Kirby Smart just got ran over. I mean, <laughs> and they kept playing. They it kept playing. <laughs> like like, like all of a sudden, you see Kirby Smart was number 16 just getting run over. And then that's <laughs> go, well, it just ran right over Kirby Smart. <laughs> <laughs> and they would play it in every break. <laughs> oh, right. And then they did a thing, pick pick which highlight you like the most. And, of course, yeah. that went overwhelmingly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's funny. And it really wouldn't. There were others that were <laughs> right. But everybody was going for that. Sure. And, and just, then at the end pitch, of the game, he jumped up and got knocked down. Did you see that? Yeah, he got kind of flipped. Yeah. Yeah. What was funny, picture him down there trying to get stuff caught. And all of a sudden, everybody's him. what are they hollering about? They keep showing you get run over on the big screen. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he ran right over Kirby Smart. <laughs> yeah, the crowd go crazy. <laughs> and he really did get run yeah, over. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, he's a good coach. Look, is this, this is it right here. This is it. This is Kirby Smart getting yeah. run over. Look right here. They <laughs> <laughs> kept showing it on the big screen. But look, they, they showed this look of it. This is one they kept showing because you can see it from behind. Uh-huh. Yeah, this and, is it. And, and watch right here. This is one they kept showing right there. And then they would, the crowd would just go nuts. <laughs> <laughs> and then the announcer goes, he ran right over Kirby Smart. <laughs> So th- those those big screen people they they really get yeah, they, they get a lot that multimedia <laughs> really presentation it's it's different now it's isn't it? Yeah, it's, it is it, 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 the stadium didn't like that when you were there did Jerry? Not quite. No. <laughs> the stadium wasn't big as the as the video board the ends, back then. Yeah, the ends of the field weren't weren't enclosed. They were just temporary stands, you know. Yeah, and uh, you could see the field house. Remember the first pep rally I ever went to at Auburn? Chuck Jordan had just won a national championship. Mm-hmm. And we were all in the stands, and he come walking out of a, out of the field house, and you could see it, I mean, a long way, way behind the end zone stands. He came walking across the van practice field down the track, and you'd have thought it was actually God walking. Oh, out. Yeah, everybody yeah. went crazy. Everybody just went crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's a. Uh, so that was good. So and you, Dad, you and Dad were roommates, as you said, when y'all were doing your practice teaching at the end. Y'all about right, to graduate. Right, that last senior year. And then you right. coached for many years as well. Oh, I did. And uh, uh, the uh, – <laughs> Kirby Smart? No, 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 no. The other – Prince honoree. Andrew. Oh, Tommy Agee. Tommy Agee. Yeah. I, I was at Inslee for four years, and he came over there the last – in 69 or 70. I mm-hmm. can't remember which one it was. Yeah. Anyhow, well, but, uh, yeah, I was, I coached for like 13 years. Wow. Yeah. Did you, did you coach, you coached, uh, basketball too, right? Well, mostly, Most, yeah, yeah, mostly, but I did coach football. I coached, yeah. uh, I coached, uh, cross country track, track team at Inslee for four years. And also, uh, girls tennis one year. Well, Bubba, there you go. Mm-hmm. And I, yeah. I had a real good player and I said, y'all watch her. Right. Yeah, yeah. Do, like, do what she does. Do what she does. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, I, I, and I enjoyed it. I really did. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then music just pulled you away. And yeah. actually played against your, uh, your dad as, uh, I was a sophomore. He was a freshman. Oh, yeah. At, you know, he was at Jones Valley and I was at Phillips. And right. we played a B team game against each other. Oh, that's fun. And I'll never forget his fullback eyes looking at me. He said, I'm fixing to run over you. Because <laughs> <laughs> he, he was uh, able to play as a freshman. I mean, you know, he was yeah. 
he was good. Yeah, I, I was hanging in there, but he was good. <laughs> we we had uh, we've had a lot of stories from like relatives and stuff that had mm-hmm. to practice against him at Jones Valley. Yeah, and, yep. and you you always tell me about looking in his eyes. Oh, I never forget it. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen those eyes before. Yeah, <laughs> <That's you. laughs> Jerry Ryan just come by to tell Dad congrats. Yep. Former roommate from Auburn as well. Fifteen minutes to the top of the hour. Thanks to all of you for your kind wishes. Thanks for all of you for sending us so many pictures that we didn't get uh, just really special and we can't we can't thank you enough how well you treat us and thanks for all the stuff that you've given us to remember that weekend we'll be right back more rick and bubba coming up rick and bubba rick and bubba all right there's that phone troll music first phone troll of the week uh, helmsy is standing by all 10 lines are available for you and uh, you can get in right now at 866-WE-BE-BIG, and we'll chat with you on any topic you want to talk about. So 30 seconds of pop and go. Programming notes, daily documentaries are back. Uh, I'll talk about this while you're getting uh, lined up, and if you call right now, you will get in. So uh, daily documentaries are back. You got to see the first one over the weekend, another one being done today, and we'll do those. Uh, might not be every single day, but it'll be most of the days heading up to the big year-ender. So make a note of that. The uh, new Rick and Bubba CD, 25 Big Ones, uh, is supposed to be shipped to the store today. Should be up and ready for you to go grab those tomorrow, uh, if that is kind of an annual event for you, uh, to uh, to go and get your Rick and Bubba double CD. It should be there tomorrow. I'll let you know when it is there. So so make a note of that. And Also, if you didn't get Rick and Bubba University uh, this past weekend, the brand-new podcast is there. Uh, we uh, interviewed Speedy, and we're scheduled. You know, after Bubba's weekend, I, I was afraid he was about to mess that up. Yeah, uh, we're we ske- might want to let that breathe for yeah. a week or two. We're huh? scheduled to uh, do a, a profile on Betty Lou Bussy. That's it. This Thursday for this coming weekend. Watch out! And uh, we'll try to see. Some of y'all want the wives, but to I, I want to remind y'all, she's agreed to do it under the condition that the other wives do it too. Yeah. Well, I, Sherry said she can't do it after the first of the year, so we'll we'll put her in in line to go <clears> next. All right. We'll start to, with Bill. Uh, the rest of you, if you Harry's need, on deck, if you want to, <laughs> if you want to get in line, you can. Uh, Helmsy's rolling through those right now at eight six six. We be big. Bill in St. Louis, Missouri, trolling, trolling, trolling. Keep them phones a trolling. Here we come, phone trolling, phone, phone trolling. Troll. Hey, Bill, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. Go ahead. Found you guys about a month ago. Love your show. Thank on you. YouTube, it's, it's just great. Um, I know I only got thirty seconds, but Davy Crockett. A lot of people probably don't realize was a congressman too. If you go to YouTube and hit "Not Yours to Give" by Davy Crockett, mm. um, will teach everybody a lesson about what he did wrong in Congress and was told by uh, one of his people in Tennessee that he would never vote for him again. You know what? I, I, I'm for- not yours to give. I, I remember this. I remember this story vaguely. You're right. Uh, okay, we'll, we'll, we'll look to that. Thanks for the call. I'm glad you're watching the show now. Yeah. Speedy, uh, thank you very much. Uh, <laughs> Alana in Birmingham, 104.7 WZZK. Alana, go ahead. Speedy's uncle. Hey, I have some friends that are um, close with the doctors working on Tua, and yes, he's expected to make a full recovery, but that doesn't necessarily mean he could play football again. But my husband and I were discussing that this may give him an even big, even bigger platform for the kingdom. So it may be a, a that will be a positive that comes from it. Yeah, we talked about that earlier. You might have missed that, yeah. but uh, yeah, pain yeah. and suffering. Uh, C.S. Lewis said it. Pain and suffering is 
God's megaphone for a sleeping world. Uh, that's when pe- that's when people try to figure out if what you believe is real. Also, uh, you know, First uh, Peter one, uh, chapter one, verses six and seven speaks to this pretty clearly as well. Uh, the Bible is not solid on pain and suffering, and uh, I know there's some false theology out there that, uh, that that keeps telling you that, hey, man, if you'll do everything right and do certain rituals and pay, pray in a certain way, nothing bad will ever happen to you. That is not a biblical concept. Uh, we continue, 866-WE-BE-BIG, Laura in Huntsville, 100.3, The River. Go ahead. Hey, I just wanted to tell you, I thought about y'all Saturday. We're big Memphis fans. In fact, we're graduates of Memphis State. And when the first time Beth Mullen said, 35 yards. <laughs> yards. Oh, the Tigers pick up 35 yards. <laughs> yes. <laughs> thank goodness we thank goodness we won because having to put up with her the whole time was something else. So anyway, y'all, y'all have a good day. Thank you very much. <laughs> well, look, that's why we good. That's, why, that's why we that's why we sound the air the air raid every yeah, Friday. That's it. We continue. Let's go to Greg in Tuscaloosa. Greg, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Go ahead, thirty seconds. Hey guys, I was uh, I heard Speedy was related to Daniel Boone. Uh, my grandfather traced our roots all the way back to him and if you see a picture of my uncle it is a spitting image of daniel boone i'd like to try and send speedy a picture and let him see well you're gonna send it on it looks like speedy yes probably does speedy's got a little boon to him he does we continue johnny ringo johnny go ahead 30 seconds Uh hey guys Uh, rick question for you buddy yep on your comment about alabama being out of the playoffs Mm mm-hmm Number one, I got two questions. Is that your thoughts, or you think that the uh, many Bama haters out there, that would be their thoughts? And if Alabama goes on and uh, finishes out the season with one loss, tell me the one loss team that you would put ahead of Alabama and why. Okay, well, you got to remember what we said earlier, and it certainly is just my opinion, which doesn't mean a whole lot. I'm just telling you that, first of all, Alabama, uh, there's a little bit of burnout with them in the committee. Uh, Alabama does not have a very good defense this year. They've given up lots and lots of points. Um, and uh, strength, of schedule. strength of schedule and the fact that they've lost their starting quarterback. Uh, I think the playoff committee, I, I'm not yeah. saying it can't be done, and I'm not even saying that I don't agree with you that it would be hard to find a one-loss team better than Alabama. I, but I'm just telling you there's a lot against Alabama in this particular setup. And uh, I would be surprised. If LSU wins – I think there's only one team that's going from the SEC. If Georgia wins and it's close, if they send two, are you going to tell me they're going to send Georgia and Alabama, not Georgia and LSU, after LSU beat Alabama? So um, it's just a I, – I can't figure out how, how, how Alabama gets there, but, look, there's been a lot of times that you didn't think Alabama was going to get there and yeah. and they found a way to do it. Look, it ain't so, over till they take that final vote, but in what you're saying, too, it's just going to be very difficult, and I think the one you got to watch is Oregon. If they continue and win the Pac-12 with one loss, I think they're going to be in, and that makes it very difficult to figure out how – and Alabama would fit in. Yeah, if, Alabama, if Ohio State does Just from the politics of it. Now, that's, that has nothing to do with Bama haters yeah, or you know, that yeah, stuff. I know, but yeah. there, there is some political pressure because the Pac-12 has been largely missing from this that if they have a one-loss team who's a champion who lost one game at the beginning of the year, and it was a close game, yeah. um, that there's going to be a lot of pressure that they will go in. And I think of Alabama's teams they've had in the Saban era that were ready to win national championships. 
I don't think this team is as good top to bottom than what they've had in the past. And now they've lost their quarterback. Right. Uh, now their receivers are superior and they're fantastic. Uh, and uh, but the uh, the rest uh, and and you know running backs really good, but they've always had good running backs. But uh, this is probably some of the best receivers. But they had great receivers last year. Right. And uh, but the defense is suspect, and now they've lost their starter, and they've lost to the team that if they went out gets to the SEC championship, and would they put them back in again if they didn't even win the West of the SEC? They, they I, I they think that's a, a tough lot road. Of, even though they ended up winning the national championship, there was a lot of grief about that right. that pick. So I don't know. I mean, you you know they they want the conference championships to matter. So. I, I don't know. Look, I don't know, but I, you want the four best teams, also. Yeah, I'm the I'm the guy who wants to see the more, the four best teams. I understand all of this, but I'm just telling you the reality of of this is probably the toughest place Alabama's been in a while that, that they have to overcome to get there. I, I think of the long shot scenarios. Your only scenario is that LSU wins big over Georgia, and then you can say, well, Alabama lost to him close. Right, and, right. But if Georgia wins, there's no way. Because that second slot would go to LSU because they beat Alabama. They're not going over. They're not going to jump somebody on a head to head. Yeah, so I, I, I just I just don't think so. Alabama, but you never know. Alabama never needed uh, Auburn to beat Georgia, yep. and that didn't happen. And and now uh, they need Georgia. Uh, you know, to uh, they need LSU to beat Georgia yep. really bad yeah, in the SEC out. champion. I mean, not even close. And I saw Georgia's defense. I'm not sure that's going to happen. I mean, LSU may win, but I don't know that they can blow Georgia out. And the argument is going to be, assuming Alabama beats Auburn, who is their marquee win? And right now, if they did beat Auburn, it would be Texas A&M. Yeah, because Auburn's got three that's losses not now. A, That's not going to be a strong resume. Uh, we'll be back. More Rick and Bubba coming up. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. And my radio ain't never been the same It's a very funny thing How they make us laugh and sing I'm so glad they proved all of those critics wrong You got Rick and you got Bubba Man, there just ain't no other From Alabama to the world Still going strong Seven minutes past the hour, the Rick and Bubba show. Thank you for being with us. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler, they're all in the mix. And we thank you for being with us. Welcome back for a brand new hour. There's Bill Bubba Bussy. Hey, Bubs. Rick, glad to be here and thank all of you for being part of the Rick and Bubba show now for 25 years. We've we've continued to break down, which was a, an active weekend. We've hit some of the big stories from the weekend. We talked about all the adventures that we were on. So I was wrapping up uh, the weekend with mom and dad and family at the ball game, the recognition, working my way back um, and get get out and get a good breakfast. Love that. Having a good time together, visiting a little bit. And I look down at my phone, um, and I see 
that Speedy has put out a text to the group, uh, and as, as one of my quote was, you, you get away from your phone for a little while, you miss a lot, that his cousin's wife is is missing in the Sipsy wilderness uh, as part of a story that was out with two hikers being lost. Praise the Lord, they've been found, but what in the world? What was Speedy, that is crazy, man. And, and, that, and, we and, all went on full alert because I thought, hey, we got to go help. I mean, I was ready to get the, the night vision scope out and, you know, uh, thermal vision and get yeah. the uh, four-wheeler, and I, I was trying to figure out, and, man, I'm glad that they were found, though. Yeah, yeah. About, about the time you and Sherry made it back to the hotel room and were falling asleep around 8.30, yeah. I was getting a call yeah. from uh, my dad, actually. That Well, I looked down, and I saw three missed calls from my dad, like back to back to back. And I'm like, uh-oh. So I called, and he's like, hey, everything's fine here, but – and then he goes into this story. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And apparently Shannon is is Chris, my cousin's wife, and her and a friend, uh, Michelle, were going hiking, and I guess they do this a lot. They must be big hikers. And, and she, uh, uh, Terry even said, hey, yeah, sh- she'll post, like, hey, we're going out, you know, to here, and we're hiking this trail and all this kind of stuff. And Chris, uh, they were uh, – Actually, Michelle's husband and Chris and others were out playing golf. Uh, they were having a little a guys weekend playing golf and stuff. And so they got a call Friday from Michelle saying, "Hey, we're lost. We don't, you know, we're lost." And and they got good direction from the husband who said, "Hang up and call nine one one immediately." I mm-hmm. mean, get, let them know where you are and and the situation so they can ping your 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 GPS on on the cell phone and all this kind of stuff. And so they did that, and that was Friday night. Well, fast forward 24 hours, and then that's when I get the call. Saturday night or Friday? Sa- Saturday night okay. that they had been oh, they had been missing okay. since late Friday afternoon because they had you. left okay. out Friday morning to go on this hike. Gotcha. And I guess it got to be around 4 or 4.30. You know, that's when it starts to get dark around here. And, and so, you know, they were losing daylight. And luckily, because they do this a lot, they had some matches with them, some bottled water and some food and other stuff like other things like that to where they could build a fire and stay warm. So they spent the night out in the woods um, Friday night. Then, then Saturday morning, that's when search teams started looking for them because they contacted uh, emergency personnel saying, we're lost. And so they go out and look for them all day Saturday. And I was oblivious to this. I didn't even know what was going on. And then I get a call from my dad. Uh, and then uh, then I, I call some of my other cousins, Chris's sister, Lee. And I'm like, Lee, what's going on? And so she's trying to fill me in. And now it's getting to kind of be late Saturday night. And she's like, yeah, they still hadn't found them. Now, in this area of around Haley, Alabama, Haleyville, Alabama, if you're familiar with that, uh, northwest of Birmingham, cell-cell reception is terrible around there. So if you went into uh, the uh, Sipsy Wilderness area, you were losing cell coverage. You couldn't be found. So trying to get information out of there was really hard. So the plan was from Lee and her side of the family is, hey, we're meeting at 7 a.m. on this main trail because authorities have said we don't want anybody searching that it in our group so because of the, the terrain is so bad. It's 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 pretty. Well, Bubba tough. was on the way with his stuff. I, I know. Ready to load up, and uh, and so. Uh, they said, but Get me they in a said, helicopter. I'll find them with that thermal. I was about if, to say, I don't see you in rough terrain get going yeah. together, but when you get up there <laughs> flying above them, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, and so they said, but we're going to walk the main trail. Right. We can do that. And I'm like, okay, well, let me gather my troops. And you, if you don't mind, text me when y'all get there. Let me know the situation, and then we'll head that way. 
So it gets to be mid-morning, I guess, uh, and I'm already grabbing my – I can tell you what I was grabbing, my, my orange Rick and Bubba toboggan and Funny. some other things that I can – you know. and I'm, I'm gathering my stuff up. I've already talked to the boys, and we're getting the truck ready. And I know more get ready to walk out the door and leave when my dad calls and says, whoa. And whoa! I, I said, what do you mean? He said, I just got a call. I think they've been found. And I said, you're kidding me. And sure enough, um, a man by the name of Jeff Hill, who's actually called in, is the one that helped authorities and found them. Let's give it up for Jeff. Yeah. Hey, Jeff. And he's on the line now. Jeff Hill knew his mountains. He yes, did. he did. Jeff, you, obviously you're familiar with the area, I guess. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've spent many years hiking in the Sipsy Wilderness. And uh, uh, my boys, uh, growing up, we spent a lot of time there. And It's a beautiful area. Beautiful area. It's just uh, it's 25 thousand acres which is roughly 40 square miles yeah and it's i mean tons of waterfalls great hiking trails it's just gorgeous up here so uh, so jeff clue, clue us in because I, I heard the initial reports and read after speedy had uh, contacted us that they went in they found out they were they realized they were lost they actually called in to say they were lost and then they lost contact with them and when they got people to the point where that cell phone call had been made they couldn't find them yeah, what had happened was uh, Michelle was actually able to get a pen sent out on Friday. And I did not find out about it until early Sunday morning. My girlfriend, who is actually an Alabaster resident, um, sent me a message, and I believe it was a copy of a Facebook post. And it had a, a, a screenshot of their pen. And, uh, you know, I had the day off from work, and uh, I had planned to spend it with my boys, but they were both working. So I thought, you know, I have knowledge of the area. And I uh, have possibly had the ability to help, so why not? So uh, I took off and uh, um, uh, made my way to the trailhead, and there was already a little bit of a search underway. And, but once I saw where her pin was from Friday, I thought, um, you know, I will go a little bit north of there, and I'll start sweeping back and forth between uh, the Sipsy River and the trail. And, uh, you know, if they're in that area, I'll find them. And, there, and that's where you found them? Yeah, actually, I, I ran most of the way in because my goal was to get there as quickly as possible and then take a quick rest and then start sweeping. And uh, on my first sweep, I actually found them. Yeah, they, they, had, uh, they had made their way back to uh, a trail. So, Well, I just can't thank you enough, Jeff, because you can imagine uh, – I didn't know about till Saturday night, but um, Chris and uh, Michelle's husband had made their way back from out of town and was trying to get there and help and talk with authorities. Can you – there's confusion. How did if you found them through the the ping? How did they not, the authorities not find them Saturday? Do you know? Uh, I have no idea. I, I really yeah. don't. I have no idea how that how they how uh, they missed that. So I, I don't know. Do you think it's as simple as you just knew the area extremely well? Yeah, I, I possibly. I mean, I do know the area really, really well. So, and, and I felt pretty good about uh, uh, going in solo and and, uh, and uh, having uh, good luck finding them. So, so and they're, so, they're great. I mean, they're absolutely great people, and they're smart ladies, and they're very savvy. And uh, um, we actually had a really good time, you know, making our way out. I mean, they were in fantastic shape, and and uh, they did. A, I mean, aside from being lost, they did a lot of things right. You know, they built a fire, they got a shelter, they kept each other's spirits up. And uh, so when I found them, they were in remarkably great shape. They really just needed some food and water and, you know, someone to show them the way out. Jeff, so I, I assume when they got the, the, the notice out or the, the pin out or their phone was pinged that they were on a peak or a hill 
and then their phone went dead because of the time they were there, but they were not at that location. So what what was the thought process, and what did they do right? Should they have stayed where that call was made, or did they have to go somewhere else to get better shelter? Well, there's there's really not much service there unless you get to high ground. So uh, I think they were trying to keep a phone signal as much as they could so that uh, so people could find them. But, you know, the, the advice I would tell everyone is, is, you know, I'm an experienced hiker and I know the outdoors and I especially know that area well. And even I don't venture off the trails very much. So, I, you know, stick to the trails, you know, stick to what you know. And even if you get off trail, make sure that you can get back to it, you know, fairly easily. Um but yeah, that's about it. I mean, you know, keep your head on your shoulders. And yeah. a solar powered battery charger for your phone also comes in handy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that would have been great because both their phones are completely dead. Yeah. yeah. Well, well Jeff, Jeff, thank you. Buddy. Thank you very yeah, much. Thanks, wow. Jeff. For thanks for getting you know, in there and making it happen. Yeah, yeah. it would have been easy for you to just say, hey, I've got a lot going on, but it worked out for you to be there and you got it done. And, and we're certainly thankful and I know they are too. So appreciate the update. Absolutely. Thanks, All Jeff. Right, no problem. All right, man, we'll be right back. 17 minutes past. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. There is time for change, and it is now. It's time for a revolution. 22 minutes past the hour. Still to come this hour, Amy Grant will be with us. She's got big news for you. If you're starting to plan your Christmas music for the upcoming Christmas season, uh, she's got an update on all her classic Christmas songs from over the years. Uh, a little bit of a Trump update I'm here. I'm very proud of myself. You can't always get what you want. Incredible. Really amazing. Don't be stupid. But if you try some It's my hair. Vote Trump. Hey! Yeah, baby, vote Trump. Donald Trump has uh, has given Joe Biden uh, a compliment. I, I this is um, hmm. this is a, undoubtedly Kim Jong. <laughs> Kim Jong Un um, has has dubbed the former vice president Joe Biden a rabid dog uh, and bashed his supposed deteriorating mental state. Uh, now, Joe Joe Biden has a defender, sort of. And that is Donald Trump. Would you like to hear how President Trump weighed yes. in on this? Now, I don't know if he should say anything that a foreign leader has said about right. a political rival because yeah. we'll have an investigation right. this, this over will, it. This will be the next yeah. uh, thing. Yeah. Have y'all watching the impeachment stuff over the weekend or anything? Oh, yeah. I, I can't even watch right. it anymore. Anyway. It's just a joke. It's awesome. Donald Trump defend, defended Joe Biden against the evil dictator. Joe Biden may be sleepy and very slow, but he is not a rabid dog. <laughs> Okay, so <laughs> but, but now he is sleepy and slow, <laughs> right? <laughs> he, sleepy and slow, yes, yes. Rabid dog, no. Now you've gone too far. Uh, he is actually somewhat better than that. But somewhat. I'm, <laughs> but I'm the only one who can get you where you have to be. You should act quickly, get the deal done. See you soon. Huh. He was sending that to Kim Jong Un. Uh, so, uh, 
Yeah. Mr. Chairman, Joe Biden may be sleepy and very slow, but he's not a rabid dog. <laughs> That's funny. Is it funny to you the use of dog in some cultures, yeah. uh, and you see it in the Bible so oh, yeah. too, yep. uh, how they – I mean, the, the dog is the bottom of the rung with them. Yep. And to most Americans, we're not offended by the term dog. I mean, you know, yeah. we, yeah. we love our yeah, dog. Yeah, we got yeah. dogs all over the place. Yeah, yeah it's uh, – yeah, it you was might, a dog, dog crazy country. You know, we yeah, we so. have dogs at work. You're not supposed to pet them. Yeah, <laughs> we got we got a little fit in your pocket. You right. know, just, we got dogs, dogs, dogs. Yep. More yeah, dogs. yeah. There's a lot of cultures that see us domesticating dogs, and it would be like us seeing people pet rats. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. well, we have those too. Right? <laughs> yeah. We have those too. Yeah. Oh, it, can, it can even mean close friends. How do you friends. feel about that? Yeah. yeah. I could say, yeah, they're my dogs. Like, I mean, y'all my close friends. Right. Who let the dogs out? Yeah, you're my friend. Mm-hmm. It was a it was a very derogatory statement in biblical times. I'll tell you. That. Yeah, 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 it was. That, that, that was negative to them too. But yeah, I don't think they had you know the the breeding <clears throat> and domestication that we've got now. Oh no, no, I'm sure. I'm sure I mean, if you if you've seen all the breeds we've got, and then they'll mix two of them together. Oh just, my! Well, I, I saw. Look, no offense to some of you that have them in there. They can. I saw one of them Labradoodles. Yeah. Of course, people carry their dogs to games. I, I, did I you mean, see that one? It was giant. <laughs> oh yeah, and I it was kind of tan looking. Uh-huh. Did you, I saw that too walking mm-hmm. in? Mm-hmm. Man, that thing you could have rode it. It was. It giant. just. It just looked strange. <laughs> what did they breed that with a mastiff or whatever you call it? Big old dog. Mastiff. A, a mastiff. Mastiff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's it's a golden retriever and, and and the real poodle, not the miniature poodles, but the standard poodle. They breed it with a golden retriever, and it's yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Ooh, hey baby. It's, uh, <laughs> It's a, it, it, it looks like a dog giant. that's got like the wrong fur on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it, like it. This is what it looks like. It rolled in glue and then got in right. hair somewhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. If y'all could be a dog, what would it be? Oh, which bre- which kind? I'd be which a breed? beagle. You'd be a what? Beagle. You would? Yeah, I love beagles. Uh, it's tough to have them as dogs over in your house because yeah, they bark yeah. too much. They do yeah. right. they Neighbors don't like them, yeah. but they're fun dog. They're good. Good, you know, disposition, smart. Mm. Run, buddy. They didn't run. Yeah, they are. They, they, like, they can be a little high strung. <clears throat> the wrong one. Yeah. Yeah, yep. you got to get a good one. Right. Yeah. I like a good jump dog. Yeah. Yeah. Jump. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah. I, yeah, I would I would, I would go with something useful, though. Right. I mean, I'd want to be of some use. Right. I think of Adler maybe as a Chihuahua. You know what? You couldn't. You wouldn't have a rabbit in your yard yeah. if you had a beagle. I'll no. Tell you that. No, you I, I would like to be, you know, something like. Um, I think I'd want to be out there, some sort of hunting dog. I think I'd want to be like maybe a bird dog. Yeah. Okay, you know, blue some, tick hound, blue tick, oh. something, something that like people go, man, that, that, that they like that. You get to sit on the porch a lot and lay around. Yeah, nobody mm-hmm. minds. Yeah, but I'm I'm functional. I I, I, I hunt really well. I, yeah. I do things. Look at that. Isn't that oh, pretty? Yeah. Like that's, that's me good. right there. <laughs> and, I mean that that that'd be me right there. Like a a picture of me. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know I, the the lab. <laughs> that's good. The lab, you know, I think it's kind of cool. They you can swim out, and get a duck, come back. I'm yeah, like, well, any, that'd be kind of neat. Any working dog, kind yeah. Of, yeah, that'd be kind of neat. Because yeah. yeah. they're, they're wet a lot. They are, they yeah. are, but they love it. They just get sit, oh, sit they, right back down. All in. No, huh? they'll shake and it. And right. they shed. Ooh, they shed. <laughs> Bird dog. They'll uh, they'll they'll shake it on you. They'll they'll get the oh, water yeah, all over when they get out. Yeah. I mean, you get when you go with a dog like that, you're just like I'm all in. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I don't it, care. I don't care how wet and muddy things are. I'm in. Isn't yep. it funny though how since poodles don't shed a lot, we mm-hmm. we try to mix everything we want with a poodle, right? Mm-hmm. And we and, and get that part of it. We want it to do whatever it normally does at the size it normally does, mm-hmm. but have poodle hair so it doesn't shed, right? Mm-hmm. And and the poodle also brings it. It's smart, usually. yeah, oh yeah. 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 And they bring the poodle in, yeah. 
And and usually hypoallerg was it hypoallergenic? Yeah, yeah. yeah. hypoallergenic. I can't say that word. No allergy problems. <laughs> there you go. Hypoallergenic. No, we just think of poodle. You throw poodle into anything, we think we're good. I don't yeah. know if you're supposed to just be mixing poodles with everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, Hamsey, we are now. Are you yeah. a Pekingese, Hamzy? No. You're a Shih Tzu, uh, Greg, for oh, sure. Oh, wow, thanks. Mm-hmm. I'll probably go one of the Springer Spaniels. Oh. Uh, maybe the English Springer Spaniel. And how small we've got them down to. Maybe uh, a pointer. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, that's a little yeah. one you got, Greg. A little teacup. Uh, no. She's an applehead. You'd have thought she was, but she's bigger than they advertised. She wasn't. <laughs> she oh, wasn't really? really? Teacup. No. I saw one one time. Not even Seriously, close. you could put it in your pocket. I mean, yeah, I never, she was like I thought when you was first a... brought her home, but then she grew up. And now she weighs like 12 pounds. <laughs> I, I saw a dog that a squirrel could carry it off. You know, I'm like, wow, that's that can't be right. That is can't tiny, be tiny. Your, your phone calls are next. All 10 lines are available. We'll go phone trolling. You want to get in, you can right now at 866-WE-BE-BIG. Make your move. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. 35 minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. Amy Grant coming up before the hour is over. Right now, your phone calls are coming in at 866-WE-BE-BIG. And you know what? We'll take them right now. Yeah. A long distance, directly assistance. Your turn to run the program. And if you start dialing now, Speedy's on the phones. You will get in because lines are available. While you're lining up and ready to go, uh, MyPillow.com teaming up with Rick and Bubba. Uh, How about this? Right now, when you buy any set... Of their Giza Dream bed sheets, you'll get another set of those Giza Dream bed sheets for free. Plus, everything in your cart ships for free. Folks, how great is this? Uh, if you haven't heard, uh, they're now also making the best towels and washcloths you'll ever own. Made right here in America with great American cotton. You really have to try them. And they're both super absorbent and wonderfully soft. We have them at the house now. We love it. If you use the promo code Bubba, you get 30% off on them right now. So whether it's those excellent pillows, uh, which you can get the buy one, get one free on it. Uh, if you get the Giza Dream Sheets, if you buy a set of the sheets, you get another one for free and free shipping. Or the 30% off on the new washcloths and towels. All of that is at MyPillow.com. Just click on Radio Specials, use the promo code Bubba, and go to saving. To the phones we go. Trolling, trolling, trolling. Keep them phones a trolling. Here we come, phone trolling, phone, phone troll. troll. Jacob in Tennessee. Jacob, 30 seconds, go. Hey, guys, Mikey Graff. Thanks for the call. Glad you're here. Oh, Green Acres. Go ahead. Okay, so here I have a theory on Colin Kaepernick or something that no one's talking about. Um, the coordinator for Kaepernick whenever he was doing well was Greg Roman. And then after Greg Roman left, his stats totally just dropped off. And now Greg Roman is offensive coordinator for Lamar Jackson. And I'm just wondering how much credit do you guys think should go to Greg Roman in that offense? Well, I mean. Um, in his offensive coordinator position. Well, the, the case you're making is a pretty good one. I, I, I didn't know that. Well, uh, look, I think, I think yeah. any time, and again, we always talk about this, football is a team sport. And we think about the guys on the field, but it's also a team with the coaches. And uh, oh, yeah. a lot of times you have people that click. You know, that their personality clicks. uh the confidence that the player has in the coach clicks, and you see that in a lot of situations. A lot of times you see it with pitchers and catchers. You know, there's some pitchers that have a catcher they want to throw to, and they carry them with them pretty much everywhere. Captain John, but I mean, I, I guess you could tie those two together. Sure. You could make that argument. Captain John, go ahead. Hey, good morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, Rick and Bubba, I've been listening ever since. 
Thank you. You and Gadsden, I had to stick my antenna outside my window at my office to hear your show. <laughs> I hear you. Hey, I got a question about Coach Burgess that it really affects me personally. I was a high school student from 73 to 77, played football with Tony Nathan at Woodlawn High School. Yes. And T- Coach Tandy Geralds was the head coach. Oh, yeah. And what's the tie-in with Coach Burgess for Woodlawn? He, he was coaching at Woodlawn and hired Tandy Geralds as an assistant, and when Dad took the job to Oxford High School, that made Tandy the head coach. Okay. So, so he's in so the, pre- the prequel so to that. Yeah. So basically Tandy Geralds was just a prodigy of your dad. Reason I was being, we had to, we'd get one water break every practice, especially yes. spring break. Yes, so we called it the Oasis. And uh, <laughs> if we fell down on the field, if we got a cramp or anything like that, we'd have to hobble off, and he would be really saying yep. a few choice words to us to get us off the field. Yep, that's the one. That, include, that included Tony Nathan, by the way. Oh yeah, well they were all from that group. Like I said, those were phenomenal <laughs> football coaches, and today they would all be put in jail. Yeah, uh, but Tandy went on to coach at Dashler and win state titles. I mean, he's a great coach. Yeah, yes, very, very good. He was awesome. And uh, and the, if you haven't seen the movie Woodlawn, it's a great movie. Uh, Tyler in Alabama. Tyler, go ahead. Thirty Tyler. seconds. How about it? Going on, guys. Yeah, Tyler, come on. Hey, uh, you know I'm like a huge, huge Auburn fan. And uh, I've just come to the conclusion if by the end of the season, if they don't fire Gus, then I'm out of there. I'm done. I'm, I'm, I'm going to have like a signing day kind of deal. I'm going to set up some hats. I'm going to pick me a new team. I can't do this anymore. <laughs> Go set up some hats. <laughs> watching, watching that game was like I felt worse than that girl that got ran over on the <laughs> You know, Rick, what about so the girl? real. There was a guy. <laughs> we're not laughing at the girl. Oh, okay. they no. were. You remember when they when they the, you may have already left at the time. Anyway, <laughs> before they went up twenty nothing, guy caught a pass and they thought it was a touchdown and they overruled it for Georgia. They would have made it twenty. Of course, they ended up scoring. But they were going through and reviewing. There's a guy standing beside He goes, "It don't matter if it's fourteen or twenty one because Auburn ain't gonna score." <laughs> <laughs> he said, "What does it matter?" <laughs> it's fun to hear fandom just go oh, just so long. Yes. I'm really negative is is one of my favorites. Yeah, you know when oh, it's just all right. down that. Yeah, I will tell you, it's a gold mine for you right now. Oh my god, we are uh, we go to uh, Zach and Florence. Let's do this on WLAY. Zach, go ahead. Thirty seconds. Hey, I just wanted to I just wanted to say uh, I want to see what y'all thoughts were on whether to take a uh, Big Twelve champion Oklahoma one loss team or a Pac twelve champion one loss Oregon team. Mm. Uh, which one do you think would fit in the college ball playoff better? And tell Tyler that Tennessee would love to have him. Okay, all right. We'll tell Tyler Tennessee's looking. Uh, I think that if um, if if everything finishes the way it finishes, um, and um, you know, and everybody wins out that needs to, I think Oregon is a better choice than Oklahoma because Oklahoma, it's like when they lost, they lost ugly. I, I mean, think Utah is better. Utah may be the best one. I yeah. think that's they the won one. Loss. Yeah. Oh yeah. And they're still hammering people. Yeah. Well, they'll they'll play Utah. I mean, they'll play Oregon in the championship yeah. game, right? Correct. So that okay. that'll work itself yeah. out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that'll work, work itself, itself out. out. Yeah, I, I think that you know the, the winner of that game is going to be going to be in the running. I think. Oh, no doubt. Yeah. yeah. O- Oklahoma, I mean, how many more times do we send them into the BCS world or the play- college playoff and they just get hammered? They don't play no defense. They, and that was they quite the comeback they put together they this they weekend. They don't play any defense. And uh, so I, I just – I mean, they've done it before and then they, they lose the first round in, you know, yeah. some big way. I, and I now would, with, with Tua's injury, I know a lot of people were hoping to see a Oklahoma-Alabama – That would have been cool. Battle of the quarterbacks, but you're not going to have that now. That would have been cool. Yep. 
Uh, Eric in Columbus, Mississippi. Eric, 30 seconds. Go ahead. Hey, guys. I just want to say hats off to Adler for bringing back the daily documentaries. Yeah. Um, I just know how much work goes into all those, and uh, I just want to say, you know, hats off to him, man. I love those, and I'm looking forward to all the ones he's, he's coming out with. Yeah, and he did that on his own. He came in and said, hey, I'm willing to do it. Uh, you know, y'all just got to give me some material, and so I, I credit him for that. I know you, the audience, love it, and you're right. It is a lot of work, and he's got a lot of work on his plate every day anyway. Uh, so uh, so that's great. I'm glad you're loving it. Let's go to Franklin, Tennessee. Al standing by. Al, 30 seconds. Go Al. ahead. What's going on, gentlemen? How's it going? Well, fired great. up, Al. Hey, 6-2-255-0 negative, just in case. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, congratulations on 25 years, gentlemen. Do you have any kind of a celebratory song, get well song for after surgery? Because I had surgery last week. Oh, a get well song? Mm, after Something. surgery, an after surgery song. We, we you know, we really don't. Um, it's uh, I hadn't really thought about that. We, we after could, we, surgery, we, yeah, yeah, well, so. maybe we should Doctor, be work, working on that. Yeah, Doctor Bussy should come up with something like that. Uh, Al, thank. Trump would be a great song. Yeah, yeah well, we do. Okay, you want to do that one? Uh, let's say he just got out of surgery and he's recovering. Trump. Trump. Yeah, baby. Trump. 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 Cowboy. Trump. How's it going, buddy? Cowboy here, loving life, just uh, still upset from this weekend a little bit. It's one of the deplorables. <laughs> is it? The the BOD is in the house, baby. <laughs> the uh, How does Bubba's I butt smell? Say, I, I ha- well, I tell you what, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to hold my tongue. I was about to say something right there. Uh, but listen, Rick, I, I don't want to talk to Bubba, so if you'll just give him the message. Uh, we're still a little hurt uh, down on the plane. From Bubba giving us the the stiff neck when he walks by. Uh, some are even saying that he's uh, conservative on air and liberal in person. <laughs> I know that's not true. That's bad. Oh my goodness, cowboy! I apologize. I apologize to y'all early, right out of the gate this morning. Well, look, the joke's on Bubba when he got to where he was going in such a hurry. Oh, yeah. There wasn't no need to be in a hurry, was it? Yeah, I had plenty of time. You could have ate with the deplorable. <laughs> oh yeah. Could have cooked tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Amy Grant's is next. Big news involving Amy Grant's Christmas catalog. Uh, we'll talk to Amy Grant right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass We're back. The uh, it is 10 minutes. Bubba, Bubba. 10 minutes oh, to the top of the hour. Golden ticket seats today. I got a ticket. Come on. Marcus Borden. Marcus, here in the Rick and Bubba studios, having a birthday today, visiting with us. Cameron Dale is here. Uh, Adam Tyndall is here. Uh, Jenny and Sam uh, Tunstall here today as well. We met them uh, a while back, and uh, they made their way here to the studio today, and they've been here, rock back, enjoying it. And, of course, they will take home with them a Rick and Bubba double CD. A pound of delicious Buzzbox coffee. And Bubba, give me a number between one and five. One and five. What about uh, number three? Number three, Adam Tyndale. Adam, you got a $50 American Express gift card courtesy of Dr. Dudney. So there you go, and uh, you take that with you. And lunch, of course, is on you today. If you want to join us in the Rick and Bubba Golden Ticket Seats, you can. All you have to do is go to rickandbubba.com, click on Contact. Tickets are free, but they do need to be reserved. We'll see you on an upcoming Rick and Bubba show.
the music of Amy Grant in the background from Amy Grant Christmas, and here it is. Just it'll bring you a tear to a glass eye. Amy, welcome back to Rick and Bubba. How are you, girl? I'm doing great. How are you? Well, did we ever think that we would be doing a big announcement that involved vinyl? <laughs> I, I feel like I have lived through so many different um, music delivery systems, starting with eight tracks. <laughs> right. And, uh, Gosh, you remember yeah, those? Half, the, half oh. the song on one track, you had to wait oh. for it to pick and up it on the next click. one. Oh, <laughs> I, I remember <laughs> thinking to myself, I don't know the rest of the Commodore song. There it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but, but yeah, I know this is fun. All right, so let me tell everybody what's going on. So I was, I, we were talking about this before you came out, and I said there had to be a day when Amy got the great news: your songs are now available on CD. And everybody was like, "Yes!" And uh, and now, yeah, CD. I mean, that's that's outdated. Uh, so now, and my kids are into it too. Uh, this is this throwback to vinyl. And now, for the first time ever, Amy Grant uh, limited edition Christmas vinyl box set. It's got Home for Christmas, uh, a Christmas album, a Christmas to remember. They're all available now in a vinyl set. And, of course, one of the top-selling Christmas albums of all time, uh, Your Home for Christmas, is also available as a standalone debut vinyl release. So now all this wonderful Christmas music that you've given all of us, now available in a vinyl box set or the standalone for the other album. And and that's really a big deal now. Well, I'm I'm thrilled. Um, and I remember, uh, I remember getting my first record player. I was, uh, in middle school and back when just getting a record was precious, you know, you oh, just, yeah. uh, and you lived with it a long time. So I love that you have to attend to a, to a vinyl, you know, you, or else you just wear the needle out, you know, it, it five songs in, um, uh, yeah, I love the story that a record tells because sequencing used to be so essential. Even the amount of time between songs yep. matters. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah. so Amy, do you do you have a record player at home? <laughs> I have one that is two steps from where I cook in the kitchen. Oh wow! <laughs> just right across the hall from the kitchen. Yes, and you know, just that sound, just the sound of the needle. <laughs> I know. Like, Can you like believe we're saying quiet this? Bacon. Yeah, can you, remember, can you remember saying this? It was like everybody's like, we got to get away from that. And now, I, I can't remember. Do you remember trying to... You Rick, would I think it, it's like people like to drive antique cars. See, I'm just not into that. I like the high tech. Well, I like look, it clear. It's, it's giving me a throwback because, you know, when we first started, you know, Amy, you might remember I was a hot rocking DJ. <laughs> and, uh, and so I, I remember going in and knowing how to cue a record. I mean, you had to yeah. know how to cue it, you know, because I remember when I was oh, a kid, yeah. I was a kid listening to the radio. I was like, how do these DJs keep playing one song after another? I can't do that at home. <laughs> and and what it was, we had two turntables, and you would cue the record up. You were probably doing radio interviews. You remember watching the DJs doing that, mm-hmm. and you would you would cue the record up, and so you know you'd hit it, and it, and it, and it ha- you'd have to allow for the yeah. startup you time. Had to know the startup speed you of the turntable. And yeah. then I remember being able to lay my About head, a quarter of a turn, my, <laughs> laying my head down perfectly, taking <laughs> that needle, walking it across the album, and setting it right down on the track I wanted. Yep. And, and oh, the, yeah. And then, oh, yeah. Remember that? And you had to mark it on oh, the yeah. album cover. You'd played it. You know, they oh, had yeah. a little sheet on the front of it. And then remember this. If it, if, the, if the record was a little bumpy, you'd put a little weight <laughs> on, top, on, on the top, top of, of your needle, put a little <laughs> something up there to hold oh, it down. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Man, this is great. Yep, yep. But but do you but do okay. you do you do you lock into the sound? I mean, a lot of people say there was a sound that we lost when we left vinyl. Do you feel that way, a warmer sound? Well, sure, yeah. Um well, and 
I mean, everything is keeps morphing to be more convenient, and I do feel like we have, um, you know, analog, vinyl, just feels, you feel the room. It feels mm-hmm. like real space to me. Yeah. Um, okay, so my favorite analog Christmas record experience. Oh, here we go. Um, happened. I think it must have been like Christmas of 1992, and we had an ice storm in Nashville, and transformers were blowing all across town. And so we wound up with several days of no power. <clears throat> and I, I, I w- it was an earlier chapter of my life, and I lived on a farm that had, it was an old house with a lot of fireplaces. We actually had several people come stay with us. And so <clears throat> anyway, the, our power finally went off right in the middle of the day. I don't think I had a lamp on, but I was playing on the turntable, a Barbara Streisand Christmas record. Mm. Days went by. We're living by candlelight. It's the middle of the night. The power came back on. I wouldn't have known this because no lights came on. But, you know, a turntable just starts going. Oh, yes. The darkness. All of a sudden I heard, all is bright. Like in the darkness, Barbara saying, "All is calm, all is bright." Woo! And <laughs> power's back. The power is back. Yeah, and see, the Christmas and, and albums go together with all of us. I mean, I can still see Bing Crosby with that Santa hat on oh, yeah. on the front of that, that album. Yeah. And and my mama thought Jerry, uh, uh, Johnny Mathis. She said, "Oh my goodness." Mm. I remember the first time oh, yeah. Mama talked about Johnny Mathis in a way that may be uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, <laughs> Mom, Dad's standing oh, yeah. right here. Like, Mom, what are you saying about this man? Uh, so, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But those are all classics, and now you're part of that. But also, I mean, I, and you know, I remember we got to go see this tour way back when, I guess probably in the early days of you guys doing it, the Christmas tour with Michael W. Smith and Vance goes out, and you guys are – our, uh, by the way, can you get us any tickets to see the Eagles again? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who I? I'll see. That's an uncomfortable laugh. I know that's not a big <laughs> ass. Just you know, all I need is eight up front. Um, oh, good. Yeah, but but anyway. I'll work on that. Yeah. So this Christmas tour, though, I will tell everybody if you've never seen it. You talk about something that puts you in the Christmas spirit. Oh, yeah. uh, make plans to see them when they're on the road. All those dates you'll see. Uh, we'll put those in show notes today for Amy Grant with Vince Gill. Uh, Christmas at the Ryman, and also Amy Grant with Michael W. Smith. Those Christmas tour dates are all there. And, of course, the way to get all these famous Christmas albums on vinyl, also there at rickandbubba.com under show notes. Do you have an Amy Grant, that, when you recorded I, my, your favorite Christmas song? That's not a fair question, but do you have one? Um, maybe one of my favorites that released, this is just what came to mind, was Three Cups of Coffee. Mm. But I recorded a song called Breath of Heaven. Mm-hmm. And um, and I recorded it um, when I was actually uh, very pregnant with my daughter, Sarah. Mm-hmm. And so um, I was probably seven and a half months pregnant recording that song. And, the, and the, it's called Breath of Heaven, Mary's Song. Mm-hmm. I had been at a family dinner. I, I took two women from my family and said, would you come back to the studio with me? Mm-hmm. And we lit candles everywhere. There was the producer, Brown Bannister, um, Shane Keister on keyboards, and and even though things were added to that song, it was recorded just with Shane and me. But I wanted, I wanted to be singing to someone because mm. studio can be kind of intimidating. It's yeah. like, no, that was a bad note. Start over. Oh, that's not <laughs> oh, yeah. So yeah. It, Do it, it again. It, Do it again. It's just, 
I know it's too scrutinizing and that kind of, but I just remember that everything was lit um, by flame, you know, it was just so soft and I could feel my own daughter moving around inside. Oh me my, while you're, while you're singing Mary's song? Wow. <laughs> yes, it was crazy. And that was probably one of the most just like deeply visceral experiences I've ever had. Uh, in the studio. Oh, yeah. that is a good one. Well, Amy, thanks. Always fun to talk. If you get down our way, always come see us. Tell the family we said hello and excited to listen to this. Thank you, Amy. Love you guys. Thank All you. Right. Love you too. Amy Grant checking in with us today. The uh, the vinyl box sets are now available. Home for Christmas, a Christmas album, a Christmas to remember. And then if you want to get Home for Christmas, it's available as a standalone. And all those Christmas tour dates with Michael W. Smith and Vince Gill also in show notes. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.